What's up, everybody? It is Daddy Does, and once again, we got the homie Nike MG in the building. How are you today, brother? I'm doing all right, bro. How you doing? I'm pretty swell, splendid, eating a protein bar right now. <laughs> Getting ready to feast my eyes on this magnificence that I know you're going to grace everybody with today. Uh, most def, man. We got uh, <laughs> we got a lot of good stuff for today, man. For real, for real. Like I, like we've been putting out, like shot with a new model. Um, do a little reveal. I figure I show everybody the set that I posted at Patreon, so uh, people can get a look at that. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty dope, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Most definitely, because I know you do a lot of work with, you know, new models that people have. Is, it, is this her right here? This is her right here. That's Jade Marie. And oh, I'm gonna put out the, yep, you can search her on IG and find all this stuff there. Um, but, yeah, we did a lot of cool videos. Um, we took this set. She's amazing. She's a fetish model and like a pro dom as well. Wow. So, okay. you know, Woo. she came through and did the damn thing. She did that one on her own. She was just like, yo. I think that's gonna be natural. a good angle. <laughs> She's a natural so, rap. Telling you, man. So she was dope to work with, um, dope to connect with, super chill. There was this one pick I think we took where when we were doing this sequence, I was telling her, like, no one I've ever shot with is able to like do the soccer move like this and like keep it at the tip without it popping off. And she took that <laughs> as a challenge. So like she was trying to do it like 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 Rosa like no one ever does this first like anytime it comes to here it always just pops yeah. off so she she tried to do it so like in this next one that's why she was so geeked because she was able to do it from that last look, one where it didn't pop off. Look so, how yeah. clear and focused you get the pictures, man. That's pretty magnificent right there. Uh, it's all about lighting, man. Like it really is. Like I got off to the side. I don't know if you can see my mouse, but like off to the side, like here. Um, I got a soft box. So we have the sunlight coming through, lighting, lighting it from the back, but then and lighting the room up. But then I yeah. get a soft box with a flash that's focused on her feet. And then I get a soft box with a flash that's focused on her face. So I can lower my, um, actually over here, if you look over on this side, so I can lower my, keep my ISO super low to keep the pictures clear. So like even on your cell phone or on a camera, like when you get a dim photo, the camera, your, fo- your, your cell phone camera and GoPros and stuff, they have their auto ISO. So like it'll push the ISO super high to make sure it brightens up the picture. But the higher you push it, the more grainy the picture is. So on these, right. if I can keep it super low and then on usually on pro cameras, if you keep it super, even if you push it higher, you can get better results. But Jeez. when you get the ISO super low and you get the camera super close, you got a decent lens. You can push this like super, super. What? Get super, super detail. You can get that detail like right in there, and that's just because it's a good camera, good focus. Or oh, you can get her actual maybe. like toe print on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, about the lighting, the camera to, settings, and the lens. We're about to break into her phone. <laughs> <laughs> if she's one of those people that uses her phone, loses her foot on her phone, yeah, then I think that'll work. <laughs> we got her figured out. But yeah, so yeah, this is the full set that I posted on Patreon so people can take a look at it and roll. When you're on Patreon, you can do your own zooming in and stuff like that and roll. Mm. But yeah, she was super cool to shoot with. So like how many lights would you have in an already lit room? All depends on like the the effect I'm trying to go for, the look I'm trying to go for for this. I kind of wanted it to look semi-natural where 
you know, it would just look like this is just lit, like the room's lit this way. It was an overcast day, so we got soft light coming in from behind. And the cool thing about this studio is that everything's white or light, so, like, light, light bounces really well. So we get that first level, just ambient light. And then I have a soft box that you can't see over this side that's, like, pointing at her face. So it's coming down. So, you know, and when you're lighting with a soft box, you're lighting with light. There's generally you're lighting a person's face, particularly women. You want you don't want it straight on. You want it coming down. So, like, if they got any dark circles or anything around the eyes, I can flush all that out. You know, it helps you in mm-hmm. editing, but then also, like, makes them look really good. And if you can make a model look good, she's going to want to shoot with you all the time. And then I got another soft box that's just focused on her feet. So, like, I can get that good detail. And the good thing about shooting on a white reflective table like this is you get that bounce so there's not a lot of shadow coming. So you get the light bouncing coming from here, comes back up. So you can, even when she points like her toes down or something, you can mm-hmm. still get good light. You don't, it's not like shadowed out or, or, you know, focused out or anything. Right. It definitely seems like she has some experience doing foot modeling, however. Modeling for sure, but maybe even mm-hmm. some foot modeling as well. Oh, definitely. She's definitely done fetish modeling and stuff like that before. She does traditional modeling as well. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she she knew, and when you're working on something like that, it's easier because they know all the beats. Like they know they know poses and things that look good before you do it. When I'm working with models that I've ha- that haven't done it before, it's just more explaining and talking to them about it. That's what it really is. It's just more just all right. Like this is the pose I want you in, and you got to you know pose them a little bit more than you would just someone who's done this before. If they've done it before, they just kind of know what's going to look good on camera because they've seen their own photos. They've taken their own pictures. So like they kind of have an eye for already what's going to look good and how to pose themselves. You know, what's fascinating to me is if you're somebody who does appreciate a good petty, some nice looking feet with some heels on and all that stuff, you really Mm -hmm. haven't discovered the the true joy of the souls yet. Like once you start like diving into the, (laughs) the niche and you discover like, wow, the souls is where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like the huge deal right there. That's the most popular thing on my Patreon. I get people who 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 join up because that because that's usually what I focus on. So people who see you know me posting on social media and stuff, they're joining because of that. I get DMs about you know appreciating like how much soul content we have on here. So and I try to get I've tried to get a little more toe action in there as I've gone on, which I got a set coming up. I think this week, either this week or next week. That that focus on the toes a little bit more, but um, mm-hmm. it's mainly been the soul action for for most of the people that that join up, and that's most of the content on my on my channel. Right. How often do you have a model booked for a photo shoot, or or is your work week typically based around editing? Um, right now, like I got a day job that like the f- hours are pretty flexible, but like I still got those set hours I got to do in that day, so. It's usually I try to get like one or two in in a week. Some weeks there's three or four shoots Um, and some weeks there's just none because I've done a lot and I just need a break. And then the rest of the time is like photo editing, video editing, Um, special effects editing. Those videos take like months sometimes because I got to work on those in the background with my current computer setup. It takes a long time to render graphics. So those are done in chunks in the background. Photo editing I'm doing every week. Some type of video editing I'm doing every week because I try to get a, a foot focus video out every week and a giantess focus video out every week plus like a giantess edit and or a giantess like, you know, POV sh- shot like we were talking about earlier before we got on or like a prop shot with like some, you know, like tiny people that I have 
I usually try to get two of those in a week. And then, like I said, two foot, two foot photo shoots a week. They're usually from like 15 or 30 photos, usually on average. And then um, I get some editor tier stuff. So stuff that other giantess editors can use to to edit their own photos with that are high quality because I, I don't there's not a lot of people putting out like high quality material for like edits for people to use on their own so like I, I try to do that for my members as well on a tier so yep do you feel like to accomplish a really dope piece as far as um giantess edits go you you almost kind of need the high resolution high quality photos and video would you agree yes and no it makes it a lot easier and we can switch into that right now because i got these photos queued up i'm trying to decide which one i want to go with so i'm gonna let i'm gonna let, actually let you pick which one we, we're gonna go with oh, um okay. it's uh because it, i started out not using really high quality photos because i was just using photos that were online that people are posting which isn't a lot either models or like someone else was posting stuff like they took some photos of their girlfriend or whatever and then when i was doing like graphics and stuff that some most a lot of them were giantess focused, but some of them, a lot of them not on Twitter from like from Fendoms and stuff like that and other fetish models. Like, you know, 90% of them don't got no pro camera or, or someone else who's willing to take pictures for them all the time. So they're just using their phones. And some of them know good lighting techniques, others don't. So some of those are the real grainy ones and stuff like that. And I had to learn to work and use those. Um, you know, just the same. So it's one of those situations where I've done both. I like using high quality photos. You can get a lot deeper in the different photos. Like if you want to like just zoom in and make like a photo mm-hmm. here just to her feet, then you can, cause it's high quality as opposed yeah. to doing the whole thing with the other one, with, you know, lower quality photos, not possible. You can't just key in on certain parts of a photo and crop in and, 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 and things of that nature. So, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you mean. No, that's wild. All right. So we're picking out of this one. Cause we're going to, or this one, okay. I like that one because she's like looking off in the distance and mm-hmm. like like looking for her next crushing victim. Um, let's see, but this one is like she just got done crushing and she's like, look at her hand. Her hand is like <laughs> she's ready for for whoever's next. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> her hand is like a claw right there. I, I think we should roll with this one right here. All right, we're gonna roll with this one. And what we're doing today is a remix of a photo that I did yesterday for my Patreon. So we're just going to remix it a little bit and and roll. And if you want to see that other photo, you can sign up my Patreon and do it. But if you just want to, you know, kind of key in on, on this, we can. I'm just making sure I got my temps right and toning her, making sure she got a good color tone on her, too. Bad. Bad. See, you know what you're doing, man. You're talking about the toners and the, the temperatures <laughs> of the photo and all that. Yeah, like I said, it's about making the models look good, man. Making sure you're 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 doing the thing, like, cause you know, even with, you know, because a lot of what I do is, um, you know, you models have a rate, you pay them the rate to shoot with them and do content and stuff, and that's it. But even they're getting paid, man, they're gonna have people that they like shooting with, and they don't like shooting with, based off of how they look, you know. So it's one of those situations. All right, so we're gonna do since this was a wide angle lens, and you can kind of see it's kind of out of proportion at the edges because that's what a, there's a little bit of distortion in wide angle lenses. I'm going to use a program called Luminar AI, uh, mm-hmm. which is an AI-based photo editing program that I use as a plug-in on Photoshop. So it uses artificial intelligence to help you edit photos. 
All right, I, I'm I'm gonna timestamp as we go because we need timestamps for these creators editions with Nike MD because he he really takes us through an actual process of this all. So let's see at, at all right, thirteen twenty. <laughs> Nike MD describes Luminar or something. <laughs> like that. I got you. I, I got love you. it. I love it. I need somebody to start doing timestamps for me. Like, what's up, man? What's up to the viewers, man? Somebody become a moderator and help the channel out too, man. You know? Oh, man. for real, bro. I'm hey, hey, should definitely be doing that. Most definitely. And shout out to the people that are watching live and actually dropping comments too, man. We appreciate that. Shout out to Chris Nelson, Giantess Studios, um, <laughs> Mama Goods. Aren't mm-hmm. you in the other room? Shout out to Alan. <laughs> Shout out to Street Champs. Hey, that's those are the homies right there. It says Daddy Goods interview coming soon. You already know. Um, Tiny Man. Shout out to Tiny Man. Did I say Tyler already? Shout out to Anthony Carrillo. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right. So, Back yeah, we me. just basically undistorted it a little bit. Still a little bit of distortion, but I'm going to do the same thing on the background photo as well to make it match, to make it look a little bit better. But that's if you if you haven't heard of luminar ai even if you're like a model and you're doing your own pics it's a really really good software because you can do a lot of editing on there that's similar to lightroom but has ai based um calculations and stuff for things based off of like people's face like like millions of like thousands of people's faces and things like that it knows right. where faces at it knows how to slim the face it'll slim a waist it'll do like all these different things that like might take you hours in Photoshop to do super quick. Hmm. And so Luminar is able to predict like a next move almost. It it's able to predict like based off the settings, it's able to predict like if I was to slim her waist, it would know where her waist is based off of thousands of photos that are similar. And it would be able uh-huh. to like slim the waist a little bit when on a slider, you know, same thing with the face. If you just want to slim her face or something like that, if you yeah. wanted to remove, um, blemishes. It's not so good with the blemish renew- removal. That's why I, c- I kind of do it manual. There's certain things it's good at and certain things it's getting better at. When I opened it up, it showed that it was on an update. So they update it and they have, be- and you know, they have things that are due a little bit, you know, that they'll get better at over time. But I use it, I mainly use it for lens distortion and I'll use it for some light blemish removal on some photos when I know I need to get them done quick or something. And shout out Luminar. Hey, I was uh, talking with Nike MD before we started the live broadcast, and I was telling him, like, man, you know, today was like my uh, lackadaisical morning. I, I woke up a little later. I haven't even like got ready or nothing like that. I'm like, man, today is one of those days where I just let Nike MD take over. I'm like, man, this is like <laughs> <laughs> this is like a break day for me. I'm just like chilling. Like, you don't have to see my face or nothing. Like, oh, what? I don't. I don't gotta. I don't gotta comb my hair. What? Actually, I just been throwing hats on lately, anyway. So, but yeah, I've been man. doing the same thing, bro. For real. I need a yeah. haircut in the worst way. I just throw, still been throwing a hat on until I get to the, I get to the barber shop, man. For real, man, bro. I'll be trying to make the the haircut stretch though, man. I'm like, man, how can oh, I? Oh, hundred percent. Because I tell you what, man. Like, to- totally off subject, man. But I feel like barbers, you, you gotta you gotta hook your barber up, man. Like when you when you pay your barbers. Mm-hmm. 
you gotta like pay them. Like they, their price point might be thirty or forty bucks, but man, you gotta slap that twenty dollar tip on top of that too. Oh man. yeah, like, man. You have to, man. Like because yeah, the bottom even is- if it's a bad cut, like or not a bad cut. I haven't got a bad cut in a while, but even if it's a cut that I'm not like super happy with, bare minimum tip is ten dollars, man. Bare minimum for me, even on those. Oh, but yeah. you know, people I know, oh. yeah, you gotta something that fifteen, not twenty. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Bare, bare minimum, man. But yeah, like e- even even on those messed up cuts, man, you still gotta show love, man, because they're, they're trying their hardest to really make you look nice. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, and it could have been after they did like forty cuts before you or whatever, and they ain't eat or you know something like that, and it was just just an off off cut form or something. Hey, listen, this doesn't count for those who go to like super cuts and stuff like that, though, man. Okay. Y'all can keep on tipping five. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying, like, no, so, like, a place like Supercuts, and, and I mean, I don't think I know the most about this topic because I'm not a barber, but I'm pretty sure a, bar, uh, a place like Supercuts, they give you a time limit as the person cutting hair, and you have to get that person out of the chair that quick. So they don't really, like, put in that 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 real art behind the haircut like they probably could and should um but if you go to a barbershop it's those guys are in there like you know they're like perfecting their craft and trying to build an actual clientele for themselves, not the shop so it's like it's more it's more love behind the lineup is all i'm saying but anyways back to lining up this photo (laughs) and and on top of that it's a hangout spot for them too you know on top of that it's like it's not just them just at the at the shop you know, just at work, like they're there chilling too. Like anyone watches has been to like most black barbershops. That's one that I go to. It's like mm-hmm. the dude, dude will be cutting hair and then like, you'll be next. You're like, Oh, hold on, man. I need to go get something to eat. He'll go, <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll go down, go down the street real quick. Or like, he'll send like, you know, one of the young, one of the young dudes who who's sweeping up in there to go down the street, come back with a play, like some chicken wings or whatever, or like some, or like, right. you know, something from the, from the barbecue joint, man. And just be eating that real quick. Cause he ain't eat all day, you know, and get that, right. scoop that in the roll. Cause like they don't leave, like most of, they don't leave the shop. Like they're, they're there all day, like, you know, trying to make dough. So. Yeah. Hey, you ever show up to the barbershop and your barber wasn't there and you're like, oh, snap. And you're like, oh, man, yeah. but I really need a haircut, though. And then they show you, like, who's available. And you're just like, ah, looks like I'm going scraggly today. <laughs> Particularly when it's the dude who's like who like who you see in there all day who's not cutting nobody's head. Like he's just on the <laughs> phone all day. He, like, he gets no cuts and you just know, oh, yeah, I'm never going to that dude. And then he's the dude who's available today that you want to get you got to get your cut done and your barber's not there and just like oh shit yeah no i'm gonna just, I'm gonna just keep the hat on i'm gonna just i'm gonna just roll hope i ain't gotta go to nobody's wedding or nothing or like something formal for work or nothing in a minute dude i had a barber one time and he would constantly get locked up for like miscellaneous reasons like he wasn't like a violent <laughs> dude like he wasn't out there like killing people or nothing like that but he would just get locked up for the dumbest shit like like drinking get it the hard way Oh, okay. that, yeah, too, yeah. that too but drinking and driving is one of them but anyways like i so i show up and they're just like oh he's not here today uh yeah he's on vacation and i'm like oh, i know what that means and <laughs> <laughs> i know he's not in the bahamas <laughs> and, um, i'm just like all right man well i really need a cut today so who's got mm-hmm. me and you know there's a guy in there that i've never been cut by before i've never even seen his face before and i'm like all right <clears throat> bet 
I'll uh, go ahead and get cut by you. Bro, I thought I was getting cut by Mike Tyson, bro. He was so aggressive, bro. Oh, like, damn near punching my head. Yeah, man, like, damn near punching my head. I'm like, this can't be going well. And I'm just like, hey, you mind if I, like, take a look and see, like, what you got going on? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, bro. He showed me my cut. I was like, bro, just shave it. <laughs> like, <bro. laughs> starting over we nuking this one <laughs> we hit we hit we hit we're we taking a nuclear option man we just going we just going just, just start over <laughs> yeah this is you just got 25 kills in a row we're nuking it <laughs> oh. you just went on a kill streak on the back of my head bro it's game over nuke it oh. yeah yeah it was one of those situations but yeah man it <sighs> You got you to gotta tip your, your barbers, everybody, and more of the story. You know, we somehow we somehow went on a four-minute, five-minute rant about that. But <laughs> <laughs> I think we got time today, man. I think we got time. So here we are with Nike MD. Once again, everybody, I know most people tuning into this, you already know who Nike MD is, and you already know what he does. He is a, a master of his craft at the Giantess Edits and just editing photos, taking photos, and making them look good in general. And currently, right now, it looks like you're on Photoshop right now, correct? Yes, I'm in Photoshop. And for the people who didn't see the first one, because I talked about this in depth on the first one, it's like I'm cutting her out using the pen tool. and. And I think when we talk about this the first time, you're asking if there was any other methods to do it. And there are like the quick selection tool, stuff like that. But with the pen tool, you get a lot. I get a lot more control and I've been doing it this way forever. So like I always kind of do it this way. I've been doing this way since I started like in, in, I think it was right after college. No, it was in college and I was using the pen tool, but I wasn't doing giantess edits in college. Yeah, I started doing them after college. So I don't know how to use it in college, making making backgrounds from my laptop back in the day, just sports yeah. backgrounds, you know, cutting like cutting out, you know, sports people, you know, my favorite sports people and like making this like dope backgrounds with them back in the day. Did you collect cards? Me? No, no, I, I never got into card collecting. Cause like I'm one of those dudes. It's like, if I don't have the whole set, like I'm hot and like, I'm not going to, I'm also one of those dudes. that's not going to spend a million dollars to try to get all of them. The only thing that I've ever done now was Pokemon cards or like, and I think that's where it came from. Cause like I got Pokemon cards. I had like out of the original 150, I had like 140, like I almost had every single one. Yeah. And then um, somebody stole them all. And after that, I was just like, I'm done. Like I'm just done. Like I'm, mm. I'm, 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 I'm done. I was so hot that I was just done. Damn, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I can see how you get mad, man, at that. Yeah, like, or even like the, the Pokemon cards, man. The Pokemon cards, that's like a huge thing still. Yeah, yeah. If I would have, if I still would have had that collection, because I had like an original, like the first edition they released in the US, um, Charizard and uh, holographic Charizard. And that thing is worth a ton right now. Like, if I still had that set, it would have been, I, I don't know if I would have sold it. If it like, I'll, I'll put it this way: if the price was right, I would have sold it. Like if that if that Charizard was going for like ten stacks, us gone. I'm sorry, like, <laughs> so there's 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 nothing there's nothing that from my childhood that's worth more than ten thousand dollars for me to keep. Like you know I mean, like if someone's like, "Yo, I'll give you ten thousand dollars for like you, you you know 
your your first like pacifier or whatever, whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is. Yo, yeah. you can have it, bro. Like, <laughs> even if, of course. mom was like, even if it was special to my mom, I'd explain, hey, mom, we're about to get paid. I'm about to cut you 5000 off of this. We're about to both get paid. So let's just roll. Yeah. Like, no matter what it is, like, it does, I don't care what it is. Yeah, man. You got you to take the money, man. When the money's right, you got to take it. My mom's the same way. She gave me a, I think it was the hustler's a, mentality. Hustler mentality, but also like she gave me like this limited edition Muhammad Ali watch. They only made like a thousand of, and she what? was like, "Yo, if that thing's ever worth money, I'm not gonna be mad if you sell it." Like that's just my mom's mentality too. Yeah, yeah. She she bought it like as a gift, but she's like, "But you know, mm-hmm. it's low key an investment as well." Yeah, you make some dough off it. She was like, Psh, "Go ahead." Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Now that tch, real talk, man. But that's funny though about Charizard. It's like, see you later, little buddy. <laughs> oh, he'd be gone, man. That's my. That's like one of my like top three favorite Pokemon too. He'd have been gone, been out. Yeah, ten, man. We've we, we been buying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ten stacks. See you later. Yeah. Has a Pokemon card ever been worth that kind of money? I'm not sure. I think the last time I looked at the Charizard that I had, it was worth like. Five hundred dollars or something like that, so I'm not sure. Shit, I'd let it go for five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> like five hundred, oh, that's going. <laughs> yeah, let alone ten stacks. Like, since it's like meant so much to me, like I think, I think my threshold is like a, is a stack, thousand dollars. If someone's trying to give me a thousand dollars for for any Pokemon card, even if it was like something that I really really liked, yeah, I'm, I'm parting with it. We part ways. <laughs> we're parting ways. That's a funny way to put yeah. it. All right. I'm so since we're, about it. since we're talking about investments and and valuable cards and baseball cards and Pokemon cards and all that stuff, have you ever thought about making your art an NFT style? Um. Yes and no. When when NFTs first dropped, I was thinking about it, but then when like I learned more and more about them. And like the more I learned about them, the less I understood. And if there's <laughs> something, and like if something is like that, where like the more I learn about, the less I know about it, I'm probably gonna stay away. You hmm. know, like if, so if I can't know. fully understand what I'm doing with something, yeah. Then it, 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 this is probably an extreme example, but I I, I make it akin to like owning a gun. Like yeah. if I got this gun. And like I don't know anything about guns or how to use a gun. Why do I have a gun? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like what, yeah. what? Why do I have? What do I have a gun for if I don't know how to use it? And like, it's I, not a one for one example, but it's kind of my mentality. I feel you on that. Is is the the city and state you live in? Are they are they good with guns as far as um, gun laws go? Like, are you allowed to have one? Oh yeah, I live in Pennsylvania, man. And the last time I checked, I think Pennsylvania has the most um, concealed carry licenses in, per capita in the country. So, yeah, they, oh, they, all, wow. about that, they, all, they all about that smoke. <laughs> all, about, all about that smoke. Yeah, see, Nevada, <clears throat> Nevada is very gun-friendly. Like, you, all you got to do is be 18 years old and you can walk in there and get a gun damn near the same day. And oh, dang. Yeah, and you can open carry it, all that stuff. So you go, you can go and walk into a grocery store with a gun hanging off your hip, or anywhere with a gun hanging off your hip. Ooh. Except, yeah, except pretty much like casinos and stuff. You can't walk into a casino, hit the craps table with a gun on your hip. <laughs> <laughs> but anywhere else, you're damn near good. So um, when I moved to Las Vegas, man, 
I definitely went gun happy, and I do have some that I I have no idea about. So what you? Just <laughs> <laughs> I have a few that I haven't shot yet, and every time I pick it up, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna shoot you one of these days, and I and I cock it back. I'm like, damn, how do I get it back though? Like, how do I put that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Pause. <laughs> 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 like how do I put it back? Like I don't even know how to work this. Like why do I don't even have it? Why why do I have this huge fucking fifty round drum on this? Like, like why? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, I'm, I'm I'm the same with just most things. Not just like stuff like guns and stuff. I'm just this. I'm the same with most things. Like if I don't know how to work it, like why do I have it? And I'm not I'm not sitting here like trying to seem like I'm holier than now. Of course, I've had things in the past, and I probably got shit right now. Not even probably. I got stuff right now, and I don't know how to work that I have. I think that's just part of being a dude. We're like, we just got shit. Like, just, just <laughs> you know, I think that's just part of being a dude. It's in our nature, um, no doubt. It's like in our nature to have something that we don't know how to use, and then we figure out how to use it, and we have all the fun with it. Kind of sound familiar? Okay. It, starts with a, it starts with a D, ends with a K, and rhymes with stick. <laughs> we got that and once we learn how to use it we never stop <laughs> i mean you're not wrong that's what i'm saying though but you know i think that's just in our nature as, as men like we like to have stuff and mm-hmm. you know, discover the beauty of it kind of like having photoshop once you discover the beauty of photoshop you never wanted to stop so it's, it's, it's a lot like that, but with a whole bunch of software programs. I got, I'll probably like that more with, with like gear and software than I am anything else. Like I got so many dang software programs that I just never use. And I'm, and I'm including apps in that too. Like we just will stack up apps that we yeah. just don't even use. Right. You know? So, so uh, let's describe to everybody that might just be clicking in right now what we got going on. So right now we're doing like a perspective shot with Jade and I'm trying to decide where I want to clip it and cut it and keep everything in frame because like the thing that I talked about last time was, and was a big revelation to me was like, not only can you just augment and cut out and distort and change the model, but you can also do that to the background to fit the model's perspective or the camera perspective. Cause for me, it's about, how close can I get it to her to fit her to fit the perspective we have on her? And then once I get it as close as possible, I'm gonna go back and illuminate our AI for the background as well. Once I get it as close as possible, then I can use effects and different things to hide and mask some things. Like the other thing I told you about before last time that I was gonna do on this one was I was gonna add some things that don't make like some have some pick a that has background things that don't really make that much sense in there to use so we can um so we can, um, you know, mess around with and toy around with what the order look like to to get rid of those things. Right, right, and right. So one thing I did, and this is a good lesson too, is one thing I did before that I, that I made a mistake of is you see how like the straight lines are ridged now, like in this background photo. I do, yeah. So what I did was before I I, I turned it, and I'm about to go back in history here, is I didn't turn it to a smart object. And what a smart object will do is to turn something as close to vector as it can, which means it's non-destructive and it recalculates the position of everything every time you move it or change it. When you have a f- file that's raster or like not, you know, vector, like like it is now, like when you move it around and change it, like it tried to augment it the best it can, 
but sometimes like it, it leaves ridges and, and imperfections in it. So when I augment things, what I, sh what I always like to do is smart object at first, which I probably should in the first place. So I'm going to switch it up. But then when you turn it, it just recalculates things. I'm going to turn it to kind of the perspective it was and it, and it mitigates and it cuts out on that rigidness, you know, like now it's a little bit better. Yeah. I can't stand rigidness. That happens on, on Instagram a lot. Like when I'm trying to post something and I'll like, I'll try to make the, the photo I'm posting to my story a little smaller and then it'll like, give me that rigid line look. And I'm like, Oh no. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yep. It's just, it's either the photo Cause what, there's a lot of things that happen with, with Instagram. One, um, it likes files of a certain sizes and you can always Google like what, what's, what's file sizes Instagram is like in, you know, from year to year, I think it changes. And also, like, if the photo's not super high quality, it'll when it downsamples, it won't downsample to like a high quality downsample. So then you'll get that sometimes. Oh, I got a good question for you, man. Actually, and this is going to help me a lot too. Um, so, when I take pictures with my with my Canon Mark Fifty, mm -hmm. all right, the, the the photos, I'm not sure exactly what size they come out like straight from the camera, but I'll edit it. I'll get it all ready. And then I'll go to post it to Instagram and it like doesn't fit the screen at all. Like how do I prevent that from happening? So Instagram, I think, I think the, the limit for like those vertical photos that it does is like, is like five by seven aspect ratio. So it's about the aspect ratio. If that's what you're talking about in terms of like, it's too long either horizontally or vertically for it to fit the way yeah. you, you think it wants to fit. So like, exactly. that's what it is. Like you got to fix that aspect ratio, um, like in a, in a photo editor and then try to crop it to that and try to keep as much of the original photo in as, as you, as you, as you can. I started designing photos and stuff to fit that like this one probably, it probably won't match that, but like I'll put it in there in a way that I can try to fit it in there when I post it to Instagram. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I'll keep that in mind because when I did try to upload a photo that I took with, um, with my actual camera, like, man, dude, I couldn't figure it out. And I had to like re like try to resize it a few times. And then when I go to upload it on IG, it has like these black borders on the side of it. And I'm like, man, yep. I didn't want that though. You know? Yep. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah, and it's, it's like kind of frustrating. You're like, man, like I don't think that it looks good with those with those black borders on it. You know, it would it would have came out way better if it was just, you know, like when you upload a larger picture on IG and you and you you put it, you you click full size, and then when you're looking at it, it's like actually full size as you're scrolling mm -hmm. down. That looks way better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about aspect ratios, honestly. Like that's that's what you gotta um, you gotta contend with when you're doing that, and like doing adjusting aspect ratios and stuff like in whatever photo editing software you're using first will go a long way before you go to Photoshop. I mean, before you go to Instagram, it'll help out a lot. Gotcha. All right. So I've I just messed with the aspect ratio of the actual photo, so I bowed it a little bit to kind of scoop in and up kind of like her photo. So we're trying to match that up. Now, the thing that I wanted to do in this example here too, and the reason I picked this photo is like, you see there are like these light posts that are in front of her 
And like, I think a lot of people deal with that. Sometimes they'll try to design around it and put someone in, you know, in there or, um, or like place somebody around them, but sometimes it won't work for your photo. Like for this, she's going to be a little bit too out of frame on this side. And I really want to have her head kind of central in this area. And okay. if we try to do it this way, it cuts her off a little bit too much. And I'll have to bring in more of that photo than I want to. And I'm going to try to keep this where it needs to be. So what I do here and what you can do for a lot of different photos, like I said, the same way you can cut things out, like cut a model out and stuff like that. You can cut things out of the photo and place them in front of things. So I do this a lot with like buildings and things like things of that nature. I'm going to just take the pen tool on this sucker, on this John. And... We're going to do the same thing we did with her. Just cut it out and just place it in front. And we try to do it kind of quick. My guy. Let's play some music real quick. I, I said I was going to invite a few people to uh, to come and say what's up. And um, I actually forgot to ask anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a, a quick little close friends IG here. Come join the live. My son, I can't be now. No cameras, just voice commands. So, giant is question or two. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah, I um, yeah, I, I meant to. I was like, man, that'd be kind of dope, man, to have some people join in on the chat because I feel like the the dope part about this is like we're just kind of hanging out and doing an edit, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm shadowing. Oh, what are you gonna say? I'm like shadowing you, like while you while you work. This would I mean, a lot of, I used to do this. I did this with a couple of models who were serious about trying to get into um, photo edits. So I, would, I did a couple of Zoom, I did some Zooms with them. One of them was actually uh, Tasty Tourist Toad. Like I used to, we used to go on um, on Zoom and I used to show her how I was doing stuff. And she actually made, she actually has a couple edits she made like on her OnlyFans. So if anyone's ever interested, you can go in there and like some one that she actually made herself after we, you know, we did some uh, some walkthroughs. Oh, that's pretty dope! And then she she uploaded the ones that she did of her of herself. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope. Hey, tell me about the like the animation tinies that you've been working on. So the VFX is actually pretty cool. I use Unreal Engine, so it's like a, a software they use to make games and stuff like that. And um, to animate, I'm going to be using Blender a little bit more. So, you know, I'll put them in videos and, and um, like, you know, that, that chicks will interact with Crush, stuff like that. I got a I got some dope ones that are on the way. One that I shot with Sunday, I think, last week. And then another one that I'm going to be shooting with Kate tomorrow. And those usually take a, a, a little bit. They'll take a while to kind of edit because then in the background, people order customs with, with effects and stuff like that. So I'm usually working on those in the back as well that for the most part most of them go on my patreon as as well so that's something i had to i had to teach myself because i've never done vfx or anything like that before so i've been teaching myself that in the background so people order customs that have helped me learn that i had to you know go to youtube or whatever get a couple courses on and learn how to use some of the software my laptop is all right when it comes in it takes forever so mm-hmm. in august i'm doing a pc build um, that's actually totally Patreon funded, man. Like I'm using funds, so 100 percent of the funds that I got from that I got from Patreon to do it um, in in August to uh, to build that PC. So I'm going to be building one on my own. And actually, like 
buying all the parts and, and, and getting back to my roots and just like, you know, putting everything together. Do you ever get custom requests from the viewers? Um, like that, that viewed the show that like, view the, um, your Patreon that are fans of your Patreon channel. Oh, that's where most of the customs come from because okay. I think most of them come from that because they get a daily dose of what my customs look like. Cause I'll post custom I've done before and it's easier for someone to order something or do something when they've seen it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like this is, this is the quality. This is the level that he works with. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, we what just about, cut okay, so we just cut out. Oh wait, so you just oh oh okay. So yeah, I cut it out and then copied it and then put it in front of her on the levels here. So this is her actually on this side. So that's actually date there. And this is gonna be post one. So yeah. Hell yeah. That's how you get it done. That's how you get it done, son. <laughs> we're going to work on this one next, and that'll be a, probably the only one that I do. I might not do this one. I don't think it's in her path. Yeah, we don't have to do that one, but we're going to do this one here. What about, has a guy ever said, hey, I want you to do an edit of like, maybe like his wife or something like that. Somebody who doesn't really do modeling, but he just has a fantasy of somebody in his actual life. Yeah, all the time. When I, I used to do commissions like that just for pics and stuff all the time. I just don't have as much time from right now. Yeah. Um, because most of the stuff is Patreon stuff and like the vast majority, ninety percent of those, they're just not good quality pics because they, not everyone's a professional photographer. So like I'm not expecting mm-hmm. them to be. Yeah. But those just take so much it takes a longer time to work with when you're working with like lower resolution photos. Or like photos that aren't taken from uh, from an angle. So like now conceptually, I got to spend time on more time on like since it's usually like some guy or some girl or someone who took some photos they think are cool that will work that like traditionally just won't work for, for, for like an edit that you got to yeah. try to make work for edit, which takes a lot of work sometimes conceptually where you just got to think about it where it's not taken the way that I would take a pic that would be that makes sense in my head for edit like it, it may make more sense for someone else you know when they're editing but for me personally it doesn't make sense in my head for how it work would edit for the way that I, for the way that i view the world and how i view and it's just naturally so like i gotta dig a little deeper and those take time for the pictures that i take myself like i take them in mind you know with the with the you know with the knowledge of what i'm going to do with it or the types of angles and stuff that i know that i can do something with in the future you know right yeah, no, that makes total sense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to um, take some and send you some of uh, Mama Goods. I'm gonna be like, hey, we gotta commission this man. Oh, definitely do a live on the show. Oh shit! Oh shit! Mm-hmm. He's probably listening. Like, let's do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush Daddy Goods. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it won't make me the tiny. What would be dope is if you did it. If we, if you actually took the photos like live on the show, like you know, put set up a camera or something while you're taking the photos, and then we edited them too, so people get the full. Oh snap! Just uh, just just airdrop it over to you. Not airdrop it, but um, mm-hmm. email it over to you. Oh, what? Just make it work, bro. And they get it. They get it from from the womb to the tomb. <laughs> <laughs> from the womb to the tomb. 
I love that. I used to say that. I don't know if a rapper said that. I forget where I got that from. I think some rapper, somebody said that. From the womb to the tomb. Love that. All right. So we cut out the second light post. And we're going to turn that to a smart object like I was talking about before. When you turn to the smart objects, it doesn't, when you have to move them or edit them, it's non-destructive. I'll put it on top of Jade. So there we go. Looking good in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> you removed the the light posts, and then you and then you put it back. So what mm-hmm. what was the um? Can you reiterate the purpose of removing the the light post again? So the reason why, and I didn't remove it. I just made a copy of it. And I'm switching our orientation because I'm realizing that the light's coming from this side instead of the other side. Okay. So we're going to do this. So we're going to set this up a little bit differently. It actually, work. I think it'll work a little bit better for a photo, too. So what we did is if we just did this photo, and we're talking about conceptually for people, as you see, like, even if once she's placed this way, like, she's standing in front of these light posts. So, like, in the photo, if you have it there, we know that this light post is in front of everything else because anything else in the photo, like these buildings, this fence here, these parts of the street, it's over. So we know, and this is conceptually, like you know this inherently just by looking at it, but sometimes people can't articulate why you know it's in front of something. The right. same thing here. You know, it's in front of this building here. It's covering up this door in front of these lines here. So you know, you can tell. You, we have an inherent knowledge just based off of us looking at things throughout life that we know what's in front of something or behind something. Yeah. But sometimes we don't articulate that when we're doing or making edits like this. So in this case, it wouldn't make sense if she's, if her foot is also on top of these lines and also on top of this curb, it gotcha. wouldn't, if we know that the, the light posts are the most or like in the forefront of everything on the photo, why would mm-hmm. her foot be, in front of all these things too. So like what I did was I made, I'd use the pen tool to highlight these and, and cut and make a copy of them. So I made a copy and I'll illustrate a little bit better here. I made a copy of both of these just by themselves yeah. to put on top of these layers. So this is the, the, the first layer here. And then we, there's Jay's layer there. And then all, all of them are like that. So just the hierarchy of the two light posts. Boom. I, I love the, the how clean cut just the cutouts are, man. Like it, it's like really good. Like that's why I like it, using the pen tool, man. I mean that's that's one of that's one of the main reasons I like using that pen tool is to get those clean, those nice clean cuts, bro. Yeah, no, it looks really good. Hey, so I noticed that it's a little windy in that picture. Have you ever used like a fan to make a model's hair like blow during the photo shoot? Not yet. Um, uh, and I'm going to do this because Lumodar came back up because I changed it a little bit. Um, like, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, but um, I think it would be dope to do. I think it would be dope to do. It would um, be really dope. Mm, like I, I haven't had a reason to yet. Like, mm-hmm. and something like this, it's, it doesn't make that much of a difference in right. terms of what's happening here. Even because our hair looks like it's moving, just even a little bit up top. But like, it's just never been one of those situations where it looked 
where, where, where it benefited me um, photo wise to do it that way yet. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I guess if she's that big too, like some wind that's blowing the palm trees wouldn't exactly <laughs> be blowing her hair. Her hair would probably be like ropes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one thing I never even thought about. So that's a good thing to, 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 to point out. All right. Yeah. So the next thing we're going to work on is something that I see, like I, in a lot of edits, I don't see people do. So this is something that I want to make sure, and we did this a little bit in the other one, but we'll make sure to do here. So like you see, the further you go up and the further away from her feet, the blurrier the images of her. But that's not the case with the background. So we got to change that background that way as well. So, and as you can see, as the further you come down, like it's more in focus. That's where the focus point was. So we can leave this stuff down here in focus. But the thing we want to do is make this stuff up top become a little bit less in focus. So the more precise way I'm going to do this is I want to create some blur in the back here as well, but also up top. So I'm going to pick a line with the pen tool to kind of cut across to here with and to here with. And I'm going to blur the baseline of that up top and then um, enroll. And I'm just going to use the buildings. And I'm going to show you what I'm talking about here because the blue sky I really don't care too much about. So I'll show you what I mean in a second here. Let's actually close this other photo so we don't need it no more. All right. Let's... Uh, Photoshop is acting funky. So let's save this and then come back in and come back out. Of course it is. Of course it is, mid-live. Always does. All right, cool. So what we're going to do here, and I might end up having to cut that out now because I'm going to blur this, and this shouldn't be so blurry. So I'm going to show you what I'm going to do, do here and what I'm talking about. All right. And this goes into what I was talking about before when I say, like, always feel the freedom to augment your your setting like your back like your background photo as needed hmm. and each step i take i'm going to explain because we want to make a nice foreground and this this lamp post is going to be part of the foreground and it'd be super exact but we just wanted to get close we want it to be part of the foreground so right. we're going to keep time it in the stamp. foreground time stampers do you got that 51 minutes augment background explanation 51 minutes in already dang it's like 30 minutes bro <laughs> no man that, man the last the last nike md exclusive we did was like two and a half hours <laughs> it's i think part of it too is like i've been doing this for so long that like you just you just learn to kind of get lost in it so like you don't yeah you know, like I don't really know how much time I put into something until like I'm done, honestly, because I don't usually track the time. But but like the the great thing about doing it live and showing people what you're doing, I mean, not not just are you showing them like step by step how to dive into an edit, you're you're letting them know your your thought process on it. You're showing them how much time that it takes, and so if they're interested in doing this kind of art. You know, they got to put all of those things into consideration because it's like, all right, do I even have the time for this? Because if I want it mm -hmm. to be as good as we know that the fans love and appreciate, like, then you got to, like, really put in some serious time to this yeah. kind, of, kind of art right here. I mean, like, just, just one one edit could take, you know, up to two to three hours, you know? Particularly, and the two things I want to take people take away from that is one like 
the cons- the concepts behind things is something that when I first started, I wish I had someone who to tell me about that. Cause like I had to learn a lot of the conceptual basis behind the things that I was doing, like why you would do this thing the hard way. Like I had to learn all that on my own. The other thing that I would want someone to do, that the other thing I want is just like you were saying, like how much time that even when you get like super good at it, you still, you still spend because the way I make edits, like it's just super detailed. I think that's one of the reasons why I think people like them. So um, to get that detail, it takes some time. Yeah. Oh yeah. It definitely, uh, it shows when the, the final product is available though, you know, it shows the kind of, uh, time that it took to to create it so that that's why your patreon is so successful i appreciate that i think it's uh, it's one of those things where like you just don't you don't know it until you break it down you know like you don't know until someone's broken it down for you that that's what it takes where you don't know it until um you actually sit down and think about it and a lot of us just don't sit down and think about crap you know like mm-hmm. with social media and all the other distractions you got like you're just moving from one thing to the next thing it just consuming stuff instead of thinking down sitting and thinking about like how i'm going to create something so this is what this does for me too it forced me to kind of slow down and think about how i'm going to create something so did you let jade know that she was gonna be the the object that you are or the um the center of attention basically on this podcast today not at all i'll be super surprised to her like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sarah Link, be like, "Yo, you're on, you're on this, you're on this pod today." She's like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> I mean, MD turns you into the um, the giantess. So what I'm doing now is, like I said before, we want to blur these buildings up top, but I want a base level of like blur on them. So I'm just cutting them out right now. So I'm just cutting this base and I want to keep this in focus since we said, you know, the feet are, her feet are in, in, and stuff are in focus. So I'm just going to separate this piece from this piece and we're going to keep it moving from there. Okay. And I'm like not all the way sure what you're saying right now. So I'm like, I'm like watching real close right now. Cause I'm like, all right, I know I'm going to understand in a second here. When I cut it, you'll see what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Okay, I'm st- I'm still like looking to see if there's anybody getting railed on a balcony. Like that's for some reason that's, <laughs> where, my that's where my mind goes. Unfortunately, I <laughs> I just I, I, just, just I want it be, yeah I just want it to be like the ultimate Easter egg on the podcast. It's like wow. All right, so I made I cut it out. I made my selection of this part i'm going to invert the selection because right now we have this all this selected so the top part of the photo we have that selected i just want to select the bottom part i don't want that to be in front so what i'm going to do is right click and hit select inverse and now it's just selected this bottom piece as you can see by what all the martian ants kind of lines that we have here so i'm gonna copy that and this is how i cut out the lamppost as well so i copied it instead of destroyed that part so we just basically took that part out. That part oh. is just there. So this is the part we want to keep in focus. We want to keep this part in focus with our feet because it's on the foot level. Yeah. The place the thing we want to blur out is this background now. So what we're going to do 
I'll actually just make a copy of the full background because the full background we have back there, it's just the whole background. It's even this bottom piece. So we just literally have that on top of. We have this the lower level. Right. Lower level street on the bottom. And this cut looks a little rough because, like, she's going to be in front of it. So, like, why spend time cutting something out that our foot's covered? Right, right, right. Being accurate. So we just want to keep this in focus. We're bringing in that background. And since it is, a, since it's, um, as I'm going to rasterize it real quick, and I'm going to turn it to a smart object again. Since it's a smart object, and a lot of people will use, like, layer masks for this. I mean, you can. And if people know what layer masks are, they can. They can use that. But I usually just cut it out, keep it a smart object. So that means, like, even if I don't like the level or blur that I put on it, I can put you know, I can come back and change it. So as you can see now, like I blurred the back and that's a little bit too much. I just want a base level blur on it, which is probably going to be like three. So I might, yeah, I might just do, I do two and a half. Because we want a little bit blurry, but we also want to blur even more up top. So we're going to do that manually too. It's a little mm-hmm. blurry down here as well. And we're going to bring back our light posts as you can see here that we cut out. So we're bringing those back. This is the one we cut out from before to keep that in focus when we blur our background back here. So you can see if we blur that background all the way, like this lamppost is still in focus. Gotcha, gotcha. So we did that. Now in order to use the blur tool, we're going to have to rasterize that or make that destructible again. And then we're going to go come to the blur tool here and then I'm gonna set it at a hundred. I feel like you had her do that hand um, gesture that way, like on purpose. Not at all, bro. Um, no, Jay just did it. Like I just told her, like in the sequence, like all right, you're gonna walk towards the camera, you're gonna look right, you're gonna look left, and you're gonna look down at the camera, and she just did that hand thing on her own. Yeah, like she just she just knew. She just kind of knew. Which was which was pretty cool to me. She just kind of knew what was up. Somebody's brand new Bronco is just gonna be inside of that palm. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try to put something there, and I'm, uh, I use, another reason I use this is because she's blurred up top, and I want to show people how to like add things to like parts of the uh, you know of a model or the body that'll be that are blurred. You can add blurred objects too. So. Mm. Cool. So we blurred the top of that up a little bit too. And you can see she has a little noise on her, which is those little dots and stuff from the camera. Yeah. Um, we're going to add that at the end, but just to show you what that looks like. Usually what I'll do at the end is I'll collapse everything, but I just want to show people just real quick, just so they know what I'm talking about. I usually collapse everything to a smart object. So I make all those things we made in the layers into one object. Okay. If it'll come on. Oh, I have Luminar on one of the other ones. Every time you try to adjust something to a smart object, it'll go through and recalculate everything. So I want to recalculate Luminar again. So let's do that. Cool. And then I'll go to my filter. And then I'll add noise over everything. So it makes it all look like it's all part of the same thing. So now everything has those little dots. So that that's one of the tricks I use. Oh, okay. A little tool to tra- little, little tool to trade. I see what you're saying. So we got that situated together up there, 
And what we'll do for Jade is we'll turn her to destructible air, and then we'll blur out her edges. Um, sometimes I'll make another copy, and then I'll put them behind them and blur the whole copy. I'm not going to do that today. It's going to take forever, and she's not that blurred. So <laughs> we may do it on another one because, like, for people who don't know what the content I'm talking about, they're just like, they're probably just like, yeah, okay, bro. Like, <laughs> I have to kind of show you. No, right I, but now, I, I feel like. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of people uh, clicking on us. Yes, they they probably you know are interested in uh, the model being edited. But also, I mean, we we do we do have in the title, you know, like giantess edit Photoshop tutorial and all that. There's gonna be some people I feel that are you know, really interested in like the the real process of it too. And and I've yeah. seen that there's there's some people who also do edits that you know they're definitely learning uh, a thing or two by watching you step by step. Big time. Uh, you're gonna learn something from anybody. Like I watch other people, and there's not like a lot of giantess editors out there doing stuff. So I go to Photoshop and I'll see just other people just doing vanilla, you know, photo edits and stuff, and I watch them because you learn something from anybody at any stage that you're at personally, you know. Because mm-hmm. not everybody uses Photoshop the same way. That's one thing that I've learned throughout my whole process and journey with all this is not everybody uses Photoshop the same way. I've never even seen anybody use Photoshop at all. I mean, I, I know people use it, but like I've never what I mean is like I've never actually like seen the app be uh be used. So this is like that well the oh, last okay. time, that was my first time seeing Photoshop actually being used and oh, I mean okay. it's yeah, it, you could see that all of the the new more generic photo editing apps are definitely based off of what Photoshop pretty much created. Oh, yeah, because I think Photoshop, because when it boots up, it tells you like when it was made. I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering right, Photoshop was made the same year I was born. So it's been around that long. I'm 35. So, oh, yeah. Wow. So, so you so said it, it was around since when? Sorry, I got slightly 87. That's the year great. I was born. Yeah, bro. Like when you boot it up, it shows you like the date, the copyright date from when it was made. And I'm pretty sure it's 87. Sheesh. Hey, look at this. We uh we have somebody who would like to join the chat for a few. Um, Mr. Jack the Speck. Oh, that's my dude right there. Let's add him to the chat. Jack, can you hear us? Jack, are you there? Here's something in the back. <laughs> yeah. I hear something too. Jack, do we have you here? <laughs> it Jack. is I. It is oh, I. Hey. What's up, Jack? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I just um I was going through your story and I saw that link and I'm like, oh wait a minute. Okay. I, I have some time. <laughs> there yes. it is. Well, yeah, man. Thanks for hopping on, man. We're going through this giantess edit right now, as you can see. And um, yeah, man, I, I thought it would be cool to invite a few people in my close friends list on um, the Puff Pod. If you're not on, on the close friends list, don't take it personal. I, this was a specific, <laughs> this was a specific <laughs> for this for this episode specifically. So I thought it would be dope to have Jack come through because Jack is going to be on a podcast actually next month sometime, I oh, believe. Surprise, yeah. y'all. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. 
And I know you do a lot of a lot of this um, kind of work as well. And uh, so, like, t- tell me what you what you think about what you're looking at right now and everything like. Oh, you may not be looking at it because you're on the on the podcast now. But um, as far as all the edits that you see from Nike MD, I, I'm sure that you you know look at it and you relate to a lot of it, uh, the mm-hmm. edits, and um, you probably also learn a thing or two as well, or you know kind of feed off of each other. I, w- I would imagine. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, because I know this man has been in the game for like ever. So in a minute. Um. <laughs> Cause like watching, seeing his edits, it inspired me. And you know, I know Nike's been around. Like I know, like you guys um talk about how collages started like way back when on like Giant the City. Cause that's that's the era I grew up on these edits with. So yeah, we did. I think the first podcast we did, we I talked about that. But yeah, a lot of us been around for a while. That's where we came through. Yeah, for sure. So I remember that era of like where this where the editing game really started, and you know, mm-hmm. seeing like like I remember Nike was you put up a YouTube video in like two thousand and eight, early two thousands probably. Oh wow! Um, yeah, bro, I forgot about that. Yeah, there's a there's a YouTube video about you um showing how to like get rid of the background doing masks and getting a model to look like they're bigger than what they are. And I just remembered that and I'm like, all right, I need to find a way to get Photoshop for myself. And uh yeah, like I've been like closely following you ever since and then eventually following you. I'm also at the airport, so don't mind that. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but um but yeah, dude, I've been <laughs> But I've been following your stuff for a very long time, so it's always been cool to see your stuff develop. So it's, it's insanely dope. I appreciate that. It always means a lot coming from like you know people who who, who do edits, but then like also like people who put the time in because you can see you put put the time into your stuff, man. Like I always like seeing the stuff you come out, particularly like the video edits you've been doing recently. Thank you, man. That that means a lot. Um. Yeah, I don't want to divulge too much since I'm going to be on a pod, but yeah, um, that journey yeah. into doing that was, um, it was crazy. Um, all I can say is, um, when people been asking me how did you get into it, and then I, I usually just say, hey, sometimes you just mess around in an, in a program or a oh, camera yeah. or just doing the thing, and then once you're doing the thing, you'll be surprised of what comes out of you creatively. It's really cool. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That's 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 facts right there. Hey Jack, where are you going? <laughs> I'm I'm actually not going anywhere. I'm I'm about to leave work in about an hour and a half. I'm just waiting for um this flight to uh depart so I can tell my crew to go home. So we're just chilling. Flight's already loaded. We're just waiting for the actual flight to come in so we get these bags up and loaded. So I'm just chilling right now. So I said I have time to kill. I saw the link and I'm like, you know what? Well, tell it's it time for me to actually clock out. <laughs> let me uh, let me go ahead get paid and go to my other job and engage in that for a little bit. So yeah, that's what's I going like on that. right now. <laughs> Good looking out, brother. Man, I appreciate it. Don't tell me you're on the shitter right now. Did you go to the bathroom to hop on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. I just told my boys. <laughs> I told my boys to just you know chill. I'm gonna go upstairs and get some fresh air. So I'm just there chilling. There it is. There it is. <laughs> That's how it's done right there. Yes, sir. You know, got to do, got to be hustling while you're hustling. Oh, 100%. Not, 
That's very true, man. You got to be hustling while you're hustling and you got to, you know, eventually make this the thing that you're doing full time, man. Yes, sir. That That is that would that is the goal. Like I I feel like that this has become a very, you know, good avenue for a lot of creators on both sides for the models and editors to like find a space where they can, you know, look and share their work and, you know, profit from it. Um, because like I, like a year ago, a year and a half ago, cause I started in April of uh, last year. Um, if someone would have told me that I would have been video editing and then also, you know, having a Patreon up for people to like join and like, like my work and commission me for cousins and all that, I would have called you crazy. Um, <laughs> so, so the fact that this is an avenue for profiting for profit in general is cool. And like getting to go around and shoot with these awesome models and getting to know them outside of just the fetish community, but as people has been bombed too. So mm-hmm. like they become your friends and, you know, you guys have similar interests. Like, um, for example, like when I shot with Paul, like me and her, like vibed on EDM the entire time. And it was like shooting with a friend that I've known for <laughs> a couple of years. So it, it's really cool. So um, it's, about, it, man. it's a, it's a weird blend. It, it's a very cool thing. And I just didn't think this would be how, what it, where it is now, how big it is now. It, it's crazy how much of it, evolved over time yeah no 100 percent. well keep up the good work bro and you know man we'll definitely dive into it a lot more when when you're on the podcast and we'll have some fun and talk about the whole experience as well because you know it truly is interesting for sure definitely definitely i'll let you guys get back to it um glad to make my first appearance unofficial appearance on the pod but uh yeah but um that was the goal, got, man. That was the goal right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like I said, when I when you, you know, came to me about it a couple of days ago, I said I would be honored and you know, I'm glad it's happening. So I'm looking forward to it. It should be pretty awesome. And it's on my birthday month, so that's a pretty hey. cool present that you're getting. So all right, man. How how old are you about to be? I'm gonna be the good old two nine, twenty nine. Oh man, you got one more year. One more year into the big three, yo. We're going to join the 30 club. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, a lot of people are like, 30 is not good. But, hey, that's the prime of your life if you're asking me. Hey, listen, Uh, just tell everybody everybody you're 21 with eight years of experience. (laughs) I love that. I'm I'm going to adopt that. that. That's awesome. I'm still in that one, bro. I'm putting that in the the knapsack, throwing that over my shoulder, man, as I, as you know, as I move through life. I like that. Yes, sir. Well, sure. Man. Right on, Jack, for joining me. We'll uh, we'll definitely we'll get into it all and uh, make it happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, guys. I'm gonna let you guys go. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, finish up my shift so I can go home. Give me a Wendy's frosty. Oh, uh, we out here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's my Friday, so I'm ready to just chill and when I get home. Hey man, dip a yeah. dip a fish fry in that frosty for me, man. I've been on this diet, so man, I'll just be thinking about that. <laughs> I, this, yeah, definitely. When I when I get those small fries to go with my frosty, that's gonna be for you, goods. I got you, man. Hey, my God. All right, homies. You guys have a good one and uh, rock on. Too, right bro. on, brother. All righty.
that was that was cool right there. He's <clears throat> because he's 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 one of the dudes in the community that like adds to it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's you don't always get people who are part of the community that add to it like in a major way. I just don't mean by like art. I mean just by like vibe. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like and, and also shows love to the other creators. The other mm-hmm. creators. You know, that, that's a big one right there for me. Is you know when you have people that are in the same space and in some kind of form or fashion and they show love to the other creators, that's huge right there because it never has to be a competition and it doesn't have to be because everybody could just work together and just make magic at the end of the day. If you got the right mindset, you know, that plus I think a lot of people also, particularly like, cause he was talking, he was talking about, you know, his Patreon. Like I think people, other creators and stuff to have patrons or similar stuff like sometimes they don't give people props and stuff like that or other stuff and it's just like nine times out of ten the, the people aren't supporting just one patreon you know or or like their cap is and oh, i'm gonna just support this one thing and right. then um i'm only doing this one thing at a time most of them are like under twenty dollars or under like fifteen to ten dollars a lot of them so it's just like yeah i'll support like a few different things at the same time you know what i mean yeah yeah no that's very true right there absolutely because yeah if you're on the platform already you know there's other creators that you might be interested maybe maybe not exactly um giantess art but you know there might be like a podcast that you love and appreciate and you want to subscribe to but by the way i might as well plug myself while uh, i'm talking about that there's a members section now for the pop pod on the daddy goods channel that you could join let's go yeah, man. Um, so if you if you wanted to show the the podcast love, um, you can join for five ninety nine a month, and um, hey. yeah, man, it all goes Y'all towards making podcasts even better, you know. And if you wanted to really show love, there's a twenty dollar option and a twenty five dollar option, where I'll be doing members only live chats. Um, you'll be able to have your 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 comments highlighted, all those good things. So that's all the option now. It should show on the channel um, as an option to join. If not, I'll go ahead and um, post the link. Actually, the link has already been posted in the community section of the channel, but I do got the link on the Twitter and also on the IG as well in the stories. So, you know, consider joining if you love and appreciate the channel. You said it's on Patreon? Uh, it's not on Patreon, but it, it's it's a member section on YouTube, so you can actually join oh, directly. Oh, dope, dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, like, I I'm, I might do something for Patreon at, at some point, but I'm just trying to figure out um, how I'll go about it for the, for the most part, because, you know, people are able to tune into these episodes on on YouTube and on Spotify and all those things. So, you know, it's almost like an, another form of content that I got to come come through with to, to make it make sense, because I would want it to make sense for the people, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I definitely get that, bro. Definitely get that. Yeah. You know, so I tell you what, uh, Nike, give me a second. I gotta take a piss like a Russian racehorse. I'll be right back. <laughs> walk no, walk everybody through what you got going on. How about that? Yeah, so right now we're using Pixel Squid. If you don't know what Pixel Squid is, I used it um on the first the first episode we did, uh the first one we did, which is a good website, and you get a Photoshop plugin to um get like 3d renders of like already 3d you know renders of all types of different objects they have some people the people aren't as detailed so you might want to use them just sporadically but um 
I use it for, you know, object placement. I'm going to mask out part of this car to make it look like she's crushing it. Um, I'm just kind of picking which foot to go with now and kind of roll with. But, um, you know, I've been using this for years. It's one of the, it's one of the cool um, programs that I use in terms of photo editing because you can, it comes with shadows. You can turn it on and on. You can do it high resolution. And I'm talking it up while I kind of decide where I'm placing this at and roll. And a lot of like car crush now that I do is a lot of this. It's placing a car in a position where it may be or where it looks good, like it's coming up in the back. And then I'll mask out the rest of it and kind of play around with it to make it look like it's being crushed. So we're going to move into that now. I'm taking my brush, put my layer mask on, and we got to choose the opposite color for that layer mask. And we're just going to kind of mask it out here. We're going to find the happy medium. I'm thinking if we might use it at the arch. And a lot of this is just trial and error. It's like, what part of the foot am I going to kind of use to kind of cut it off and then do the other effects with it? All right. Cool. I think this color might not all the way be black. Okay, cool. So you need a deep black to mask everything out. Cool, sorry, getting a little bit of ghosting. All right, now we're just kind of playing with it to kind of see. Because even if it was getting crushed, like the crushed part would be under her foot already. So you wouldn't really be able to see that so much. So we're probably going to add a little bit of distortion as well to kind of make it look like that too. But I think I like what I'm seeing. So we're going to keep rolling with this. Bring back oh, this part of the much. car. Bye-bye to that red Mazda. And roll. Just kind of walking everybody through the masking process here. The mo It's a wrap for the Mazda. It's, 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 it's gone, bro. It's, 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 it's more than a rap, man. It's almost like it never existed. Wow. I'm kind of mad at Jack down, man, because now I want a Wendy's Frosty, bro. Like, <laughs> like I'm not even kind of mad. Like, I am hot. Like, he got me on that, bro. Like, and like uh, and me too. Like, I'm, I'm trying, to keep, trying to keep my diet in check, man. I got all, all the food and stuff I need, but now that's all I'm thinking about now. I trust me, man. Like, there's nobody who feels you more than I do, man. I haven't had <laughs> some fast food in months, man. I'm telling you, man. Since yeah. literally, literally since um, April, I haven't had anything. Oh, that's what's fast. up, bro. <sighs> no, it's not, bro. Like, I, you know how much I want. Also, a Wendy's frosty and French fries right now. With, <laughs> it's what's a, up in terms of like the dedication. I said a baconator, and you know I don't even eat bacon anymore either. I actually. haven't had a baconator in years, though. But you're it's dipping, been, you got dipping it's been a long ranch. minute. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if I like that. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be real on that. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I, I, that'd be the move for me. He said that's no. not the move. Now I'm, I'm on, the, I'm on the same hype though, man. Like when, when he's had French fries and frosty, I mean, like that's the jam right there, man. I dip the French Oof. fries frosty. I don't, I don't do that, but like I, I can get down with just a regular frosty. Bro, oh man, uh, you know I, I lied a little bit. I, I actually occasionally, because they use pure beef now, supposedly get a uh, double double from McDonald's, and I just take off the bun, right. 
and I just eat go. just yeah yeah I yeah I get a fork and a knife and I eat just the meat and the cheese and all that you know yeah it's pretty good man pretty good so but I was saying a chick one time used to do that when we go to subway or whatever she would take the bun off or like when we would go you know McDonald's or something like she take the bun off like that was her jam man she was trying to yeah. you know get loose on the carbs yeah bro yeah man you know so i yeah i I can't touch that stuff man no time soon anyways and this is the most disciplined i've been in like over 10 years for sure when it comes to dieting oh that's definitely what's up then man and yeah you 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 on a mission i am on a mission man i'm on a mission for sure i gotta i gotta be the uh the buff podcaster that's kind of my goal right now <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So you know, it 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 all has to do with. It's not like a ego thing uh, of any sort. It's more so a well, maybe a little bit because everybody wants to like. Oh yeah, there's always a little bit of that in in, in what in what people do, whether they want to whether they want to admit it or not. Right. Like we all want to like kind of you know look how we want to look, but I mean like. Exactly. It's a. It doesn't have to be like in an insecure kind of way, or a, um, like you're not happy with yourself. Well, type no, of thing. You want to look good. You know, yeah. Like if you got the choice to look good, why not look good? You know, why not feel good too? Because that's that's the biggest thing for me is health wise nowadays. Coming from like my old profession, like I, I think I talked about it in a pod, a pod, I was like being a personal trainer, and then moving up to the ranks in like health and wellness, and like mm-hmm. teaching classes and things like that. It's like. Yeah, when I was younger, my 20s and stuff, it was all about the looks. It's still about the looks now, but it's also just about feeling good as I age. You know, like I'm not trying to be like, you know, some people in my family, some older people that I know were like, you're just not, you're, you're like 40 and you just don't feel good. It's like, what? <laughs> or, you're yeah. thir- or you're in your 30s and like you, 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 you're not flexible and you can barely, you know, you can't run a mile or whatever. I'm just like, no, nah, that's not going to be me. Dude, I took my work ethic for like granted. Um, not granted, actually. That's that was totally the wrong thing I, that I just said. I took my work ethic. Um, what am I trying to say? Basically, I used to be able to lose weight really fast. Basically, is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. And um, because I would go ham, I would go real ham, and then uh, I yeah, my yeah, weight. But then I realized earlier this year, like around January, because I was like, I was I was pretty overweight. Um, and shout out mm-hmm. to all the overweight people, man. If you're happy like that, that's good. But for me, like I, I was overweight, my blood pressure was high, all that uh, stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I got to do something now. And um, I started working now, but then I realized, being that I'm 34 now, I was like, I can't lose weight quick anymore. I was like, it must, it must be because you know I'm the age I am now, and you know I don't, I don't even think about my age bro because i i feel like a, a young person still you know what i mean like i'm i'm mm-hmm. very i'm very much on that hype you know like you only get you only age when you allow yourself to you know what i mean like once you start yeah. having fun that's when you really actually get old and, and start aging once you stop having fun but i always have fun so but anyways man like i i noticed like oh dude i, I can't drop the weight like i i once used to so um yeah man that's why i'm like so like intense on the the discipline and the dying now because i'm just like dude like this is this is real shit like i i gotta i gotta be around for i gotta i got a family all that stuff you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i can't have a heart attack next year you know i mean like 
heart attack, diabetes, like all these things that will take years off your life or just yeah. make your life more just harder. Like people don't understand, like once you get something like diabetes, man, like your expenses go up because you got to buy all the stuff for it. Certain things you can eat, certain things you can't eat, um, all this different stuff. It's just like, you know, that just affects your life now because you have a chronic illness because of something you could control, like your diet, like with diabetes or something like that and your exercise. Exactly, man. Exactly. And you're right, man. Diabetes is a is a huge one, like a, a huge one, man. Like and and it it does run in a lot of people's families too, and you don't even realize it, but anybody yep. can get it. Anybody yep. can get it. Because mm. the foods, the foods that we eat, man, you know, like it, it's so much of the stuff that our body can't handle too much of. So you're absolutely right, man. And, and those things, they will take you out eventually or, or your eye, your eyes will stop working or you're, mm-hmm. you won't be able to flip feet no more. Some, something, you know, something is going to will go wrong when your body can't um, digest the food like it once used to. So, man, it's, it's real stuff, man, that you really don't think about probably until you're in your 30s. Yep. Well, you don't think about it because like you don't I think the thing for me is like I didn't start feeling different until I got to my thirties. And then I'm just like, when you start, particularly when I wasn't working out as much as I, as I, as I normally did, like during the pandemic. And like, I could, I could feel the difference in like, Oh, like I'm about to run up these stairs and this is hard now. Like, and I'm not, I don't have the same bounce I used to have. I'm like, yeah, no, we got to do something about this. This ain't going to work. <laughs> this, this ain't going to work. We got, we got to do something about this. Yeah, absolutely, man. See, that's that's another uh, dope thing about the creators pod everybody um is that you know i may not talk about all this stuff on the on the on the typical regularly scheduled program you know i because usually it's it's all about the guests and and all that stuff but man this is all this is all real stuff that me and nike md are talking about right here man health and wellness man look 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 at them getting some giantess edits they're getting (laughs) and health and wellness man it's like you you got a one-stop shop going on here man that's what i'm saying man that's what i'm saying It's, it's all real important stuff man at the end of the day so you know Take it with a grain of salt or not, because diabetes is real, and you know, do what you got to do. Oh, well, I guess it would be a grain of sugar, actually, because sugar is what really. <laughs> you gotta have like one of those drum things for that. <laughs> I, I think I got that actually. There you go. There it is. I need to upload more sound effects, actually, like because I'm getting real played out on these sound effects. Hey, let's go through. Them. <laughs> All right, so I got the, you know, got the explosion. You got to have the mm-hmm. explosion. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the one that I don't got that I really want, though, um, I mean, which is probably just a click away, but uh, I just haven't took the time to do it is like a gunshot or a, something like that along the lines of that. I like that. You got the bah, 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 like that, like that, like that club horn or whatever. I know what you're talking about. I don't got it on here, though. I don't. Yeah. I feel like I should, though. They, um, on the roadcaster, it only gives you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight buttons. And you can mm. upload like pages of sounds, but the only problem is is you have to go to the page to play the sound. So it's like my main ones I'll have on the first page because that's the sound effect I want to play at the moment that I feel like it suits, you know? Mm, got you. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So like my main ones will be on the on the main page, but other other than that, see that's that's the reason why I don't got some of those just right on hand is because I'm like, how often will I use that one? Probably not that often. <laughs> you know, like the horn. You know, I mean, maybe maybe like in the beginning of a episode, maybe I guess I could do that. But I feel like that's doper for like the beginning of an episode. And then um, and then what else do I got? See see this next one I'm gonna play. I, I really don't use this that often because we really actually be laughing on a podcast. So I don't really play the laugh track, but I do got it. <laughs> what you should do is play that when something's not funny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, bro. You're right. That would be funny to play when it's not funny. That that's that's what made sitcoms back in the day. So mm-hmm. so they had laugh tracks, and you would think that they're actually doing the show in front of an audience. I used to think that, anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was a kid, I definitely used to think that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, wow, they're really doing this show in front of an audience. Like that's that's pretty cool. And then you realize later on the life that it was all laugh track, and these, and then you like try to imagine the show without the laugh track, and you're like damn like that's it like nothing they're saying is really that funny actually <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of but that's the thing a lot of those shows were done in front of a live audience and um but it's not a, like a live show so like they do it in front of audience audiences are part of it but um then when they cut it all together like depending on how they cut it like you may be cutting in the middle of like some laughter or something happening on the back so they'll just you know um do it without they'll just add the laughs afterwards oh i see what you're saying okay mm-hmm. well hey the laugh track is definitely a, a magical tool to use though for for many situations so that's why i do keep it around on the main page because i feel like i never know when it's going to be needed but it's also good too like if you're like roasting somebody and you just want to <laughs> add <laughs> like an extra that's laugh what I'm saying, and laugh, man. You know? that's what i'm saying i like that I love roasting people. So, all right. So, let's see what's next. Oh, this one is very mucho needed. Mm-hmm. Got the applause, right? All right. So, what's next? What do we got? Oh, see, I got the music. I got to have the music on one. So, that one's always updated, always mm-hmm. updated to whatever the, the theme music is of the episode. We got, got that because I said a lot of not so funny jokes. <laughs> I laugh at my own jokes a lot. So, um, gotta have that because that's like the all right, what you just said wasn't that funny, but it kind of was, it kind of was a joke. <laughs> Maybe I'll just start doing it at the same time as the laugh track, like, <laughs> yeah, like that. It might make it look that funny. is right there, bro. That is it, right? I think that you was. got it. You ain't gotta do it. I think you got it, man. You figured it out. Thanks, bro. Thanks. So, what <laughs> we're we doing here? It looks like we, all right, it looks like we got an explosion in the background. Some so small helicopter crash in the back, creating some atmosphere. <laughs> That's you know, dramatic. She already did, did something to, to, to one of the choppers back there, you know. So, like she I was swap. telling them when you were gone, you were, uh, she was, uh, you know, Pixel Squid is good for this. Like, it's very, very good for like just this type of stuff. Cause, like, back in the old days, back in the days, Giant City days, like when Jack was talking about, you would have to source a picture for this. So, I'd have to go find a picture of the helicopter with the right perspective, um, you know, and I have to cut it out the same way I cut out her or the lamppost or just do a quick thing. 
and then add it there. And hopefully the lighting and everything was on the right side or whatever, whatever, whatever. Like that's how I used to make these, make all these back in the day. Oh, wow. So that that's pretty crazy that Jack. Forever. Mm-hmm. I, that's crazy that Jack um, knew something that you did a long time ago. How long ago was that? It was a while, man. Like a lot, because a lot of us, a lot of the people who've been around for a while, like that mm-hmm. was the spot. Just like if think about it like this way, if there was like I don't even know if they have these anymore, but do you remember how they used to have like the underage like clubs, like in like in like in the city or like in high school you would go to, um, right. where they wouldn't serve drinks or nothing, but like you could go dance and meet up with people. So it was basically a club without drinks. So like yeah. if you only had one of those in town and everybody in town who wanted to do that came through that step, you know, came through that some spot. And that's kind of like what Jonathan mm-hmm. city was like there, it was the most popular forum like of its kind back then. So like, if mm-hmm. you've been alive for a certain amount of years, like you've come through that spot at some point, you know, some mm-hmm. of the younger dudes who just are and younger, younger people, I should say, not just, not just guys, but some of the younger people have come in the size community. They may have come at this, first from instagram or from social media so they never heard of it you know they, they never had to, they never came through it that way mm. that's a, a a great way to put it though it's like comparing it to like the the clubs where you can't get no drinks or nothing like that but you do want to go party so giant city was 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 just that basically because it was like really the only spot you can go to yeah it was the most it wasn't the only one but it was the most well known like that's where everybody was. Like other people are probably other spots, but like even if you're at other spots, you are also on Giantess City as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Now like some Gi- of the biggest producers were at too, who were putting out content. Like that's where you would find new stuff. It was essentially social media, but just in a forum, only in one spot, and you had to you know be a member and all that and, and such. What if you were approached by a Hollywood film producer and? They asked if you would like to work on a movie. Would you be down? Probably not, because like I would be like I'd be a little skeptical. It's like yo, like there are like actual movie people who do this. Like, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like they got way more experience than I do. So I'd be a little skeptical about what was going on with it. But if it was on the up and up, yeah, definitely. Okay, so so you would just want to check the integrity of the whole situation first, basically. Yeah, because it's just like I, I I get it, but it's just you know there are people who've been doing this their whole lives and everything move, is moving towards video now. So you got a lot of VXF artists who've been doing this forever. That would probably be would probably be the more likely call than than somebody like me. Hey man, but you never know, man. Somebody might need your your niche of this kind of you know graphic and FX that you got going on right here. You know what I mean? No, no, if they did, like I said, if they called, you know, that mix was on up and up, and yeah, I'd definitely do it. I, my first question would be, like, how much does it pay? Absolutely, absolutely. That's one absolutely. thing I learned in my 20s, not to, not to, not the mistake not to make again, because I would just be doing stuff, thinking about the opportunity or whatever, and then when it comes to money and, and getting paid, then people want to be funny. Right, 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 right. I feel like for the right project, though, like probably the first offer would be like they'd probably think it's like a terrible offer like let's see if we can get them to do it for five hundred thousand first. Oh, that <laughs> happens all the time 
That was all the time, <laughs> just not even in, in every arena of life. That's why so many young people get taken advantage of because, like, they'll, they'll fall into that trap and they don't know any better yet. Mm-hmm. But, like, imagine $500,000 gets offered to you, though. You're like, fuck yeah. And that's, you know? why, they, <laughs> that's why they fall into it because it's like, yo, like, yeah. I've never made that amount of money before, never seen that amount of money in one check. Yeah, let's roll. When, when meanwhile, like, somebody who's doing it, who may not even be as good as you, is making like a, a meal. Right, 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 right. And yeah, that's why you got to go through the negotiation process, get get the law, the right lawyers. All that stuff is like, is usual. It's like normal for, you know, productions in general. So, you know, like mm-hmm. some people, they get, they get a little afraid of that kind of stuff because they don't want to rub people the wrong way. Listen, if you're rubbing yeah. people the wrong way by doing things legit, then those aren't the people you want to work with. That's a good point. That's a good point. A lot of people don't right. say that, but that's 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 a good point, man. Yeah. That's so like point. like if if somebody wants to make you that kind of offer and wants to like book you full time for like a year or two or, or something along those lines, you'd be like, Man, that's super dope. Well, I tell you what, um, get your contract together, send it. I'm gonna have my team go over it. We're gonna mm. see what we wanna counter with. And, um, you know, hopefully we can make this work, you know, like it doesn't have to be like some like weird hardball situation that makes everything awkward. It's just like normal, normal business at the end of the day. When you're when you're doing something for a living, like you sign contracts and stuff. When you go to a job, you want to get a promotion or whatever and and all that. And you get promoted like they they sit the contract in front of you like it may not look like a. Uh, yep. The typical ideal contract that you've seen in the movies and stuff, but they do it in like a like a, a software form or a, some kind of like on screen thing, and it's just like click this next, click this next, like that's signing a contract, and then you mm-hmm. sign it at the end or whatever with the mouse, like okay, let me go ahead and sign for this uh, little three dollar raise right quick, and it, man, that's just contract. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. It is. 100%. But people don't think about it. they don't think about it like that because they're like, all right, I'm already working at this job. This is just my job, or whatever. But what about when you have expertise and somebody wants to pay for that expertise? Like, look, I I get it. Like sometimes, like you can do that stuff. A lot of times, people do that stuff. Um, you know, just off GP, they're like, all right, this is the price they get paid for, and they're like, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't need to be any contracts involved, but um, sometimes it's necessary. Oh yeah, you, you, it's just one of those things where you gotta, you gotta know your worth, know how much you're worth, and not be afraid to ask for it. Because it's like you said, like if someone's not willing to give it to you, then what else aren't they willing to, to to be straight with you on, or 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 pay you on, or or treat you the right way on, you know? So exactly, ain't fucking exactly, man. So ah, oh, shit, I said a bad word. Oops. <laughs> You got you got okay. a jar in the crib. Just you got to you got to fill up. No man, I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to keep it more PG for the YouTubers. Ah, got you. Yeah, got you. but I think I think one I little think slip here and there is, yeah, one little slip here and there is okay though, because you know like that's how we keep the the content from not being age restricted and, and stuff like that. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Gotcha. I still gotta figure it out myself, man. Like they still be age restricting all my trailers and stuff. Yeah, man. Um, I I got some some uh, advice for you on that too. Um, when we're mm. done with 
when we're done with the okay. live. Yeah. I'm all ears. Yeah. <laughs> because I, because I, I figured out something that I think will definitely help when it comes to that. So I don't know if I want to I think that I'm not going to share it here on the um, on the live recording because, you know, like some information just has to be paid for. You know what I mean? But I got you, though. I got you. You get what I'm saying, though? You know what, man? I appreciate that, dog. You know, oh, man. you're a good dude, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, hey, you know, I do what I can when I can. And if I can. Hey. If, if, if I can. I can when I can. If I can. That's a good one, huh? Hey, I like that. Oh, I don't know yeah, if I man. like this setup though. No, we're rolling with this. Well, with the white truck. Yeah. What is know. it that you don't like about it? Get, let us into the mind of Nike MD. I just don't like the way it's looking. Like she crushed it. It's looking a little off. Like that car, I get, but this, I don't know if I get. And this is one of the things I'm actually glad I came to this because, like. I think some people think when you're making a photo, like, you know, exactly what you're going to do, exactly what's going to work, and you just place it. But a lot of the times, it, it's exactly this. It's, oh, I tried some stuff. I don't know if it works. Now I got to try something completely different. Gotcha. Yeah, because I guess if she was crushing it with her toe, you'd probably see it coming out on the other end somewhat, right? A little bit. You might see a little bit under there. Uh, I just don't like what this looks like. I might, I'm going to play around with it a little bit and see if I can find something here. Cause other times too, I think people will think when I'm explaining stuff, it may seem like I understand all the concepts for why something looks right or why something doesn't look right. Yeah. A lot of it is me just trying it. And a lot of the things that I've learned about some stuff, like when I was explaining about the perspectives of the buildings up top and all that type of stuff, the stuff I just learned through trial and error. So that's how I know. That's why I know it looks, you know, feel or looks a certain way. No, I right. definitely don't like this. I'm not going to use this at all. I'm not liking it. I ain't got answers for this one this way. Oh, I ain't doing that. Man, I don't know, man. That's a, uh, that looks like a tundra or something, man. Like, aren't those supposed to have enough power to, like, kind of, like, haul something as big as this giant test? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's, that's what the commercials are want you to believe. That tender should be able to pull her. Trying to yeah, play games. The main thing I'm trying to do here too is cover up the rest of this fence and that the cars and stuff back there. So I'm probably gonna get an open door or something. I might have somebody like running under the car or something. That's probably what I'm gonna do. Mm, okay. Okay. I love the way it's coming out, though, man. It's looking great. I just I noticed. It, does she does she have does she have a French tip, or is it like different colors every nail? So what happened was her nails chipped. I think the uh -huh. night before, so she had to redo a couple of them. So she had a French tip, but then she just changed the ones like on the in the middle on both on both feet because they. It shut up a little bit. She wanted it to be symmetrical. Mm. Stuff like that happens all the time. I remember, um, and I ain't gonna put nobody else out, but I remember like a couple mod, like one model was coming through. Like she had to do, she was getting a ride, and she had to do like her nails on the way 
to the shoot in the car. And I was just like, you know, next time it's, it's not that serious. We'll just do bare nails. Like, like, like you, you ain't, you ain't got to go through all that. We'll just do bare nails and call it a day. But yeah, she was just like super anal about like wanting to make sure she had a color on. And, and I'm going to just say, it looked like she did them in the car. Like I'm going to say like that. That's why I'm going to say, no, that's why I'm going to put nobody's name in there. In it. Word, word, word. I see what you're saying. Now, you know what? That's that's one of those things too, where uh, I think for some of the the models, even like they they may not know. Like if they're newer, they may not know. Like, hey man, some some of the people that are into this, they they really don't mind if it's natural natural petty sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's actually something that people prefer. A lot of people prefer. So, like, I, oh yeah, I. I do it. It's rarer my page. I got people on my page that prefer it. So like, I don't do it as much, but, um, when I do do it, there's always somebody who's like, who's glad that I did it because they, they, you know, there's not a lot of it out there. We got to get Nike MD to start doing, um, petties too, man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, nobody want me to, don't nobody want me to do their pedicure, man. It will be hot. <laughs> <laughs> they will they will be hot. Like they'll either be hot or it'll be like, um, yeah, I mean that looks all right. Like that kind of like not trying to hurt somebody's feelings, like type of way that some that people do it sometimes. They're like, yeah, no, yeah. nobody wants that. They'll be like, This is a disrespectful petty. <laughs> or it'll be one of those situations where it'll be like did I do something wrong? Did I, did, 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 did you not like me or something? Like it'll be one of those. And I'll feel super bad. So no, I've done one for mama goods before. How was it? It's terrible. <laughs> I like how you just came right out. Of it. It, was, yeah, it was terrible. No, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was terrible. Man. I'm pretty sure she went and got it done professionally, like immediately after actually. What did she say in the moment? Because like it's it's different. Like if you're if you're dating somebody, y'all been dating for like a month or so, and they do it, you're still like feeling each other out. But like, what is how, what did she say? Like as, as your wife, like what was her first response? Well, I want to say like I don't even know why we did it to be honest, because it's not like something that <laughs> <laughs> that I would offer. Like it might have been like something we were doing just as a joke, anyways. And I might have yeah. done like a few of them, and she was probably just like enjoying the fact that I was doing it, knowing that she was going to get it done professionally, like right afterwards. But I- I'm pretty sure it was like more of a laughing situation. Like she probably just enjoyed me touching her toes more than anything. I, I feel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, dude, before all of this that I'm into now, that you know me for, bro, like. I I never even realized that I was into it before, but I I think I've always actually secretly have been, but secretly to myself as well. Like I didn't know either, but I, oh, bro, I, yeah, yeah. I tell you what though, man, I've always always loved women in high heels though. Like before Mama Goods, everything mm-hmm. like it was, and it's still like the sexiest thing to me. Like high heels, like a. Uh, uh, a woman can like come through in a dress or something with uh some flats on or whatever. I'm like, that's what's up, cool, whatever. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't like but if she comes in some high heels, I'm like, Oh, that's that's raw, you know. So like when mama goods comes through in some hills, I'm like, Yeah, 
you know that's sexy i like that like there's just something about the high heels like it's the feet for sure it's just everything about the woman in high heels it's like she's on like a a, a platform like like being yeah, held up yeah. being, being held up to uh i don't know like it just looks great to me but anyways um but her feet always smell though they've always smelled <laughs> and um yeah, dude. I, they've always smelled, and I never understood why I would get <laughs> rocky. I never understood. Like it never dawned on me. Like that yeah, is yeah, something. Yeah. It's something that works. <sighs> now that I've been, you know, um, I've been, I've been sucked into the dark side. <laughs> now I get it. Now that I, now I get it. It's Nike MD's fault, everybody. <laughs> That's funny though. That's real funny. Yeah, so you know that's that's what it is for me, man. But it would be cool, you know, being like what I do and and who I am with the podcast. It would be cool to be able to have like a better story, like like our our guy Elite Feet Street from the UK. Yeah. Like, I was like in elementary, smelling his teacher's feet and stuff like that. Yeah, I listened. To, I listened to part. I didn't get. I didn't finish listening to the whole thing. But yeah, I remember I'm talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like part of the um his his journey in like realizing his like, yeah, story. yeah, his origin story. Yeah, like he has a real origin story. Like he's he's been down with the get down for a long ass time. Oh, by the way, um Chris right on for letting everybody know the next podcast, but uh Pammy actually had to reschedule. So tomorrow's podcast is not happening with Pammy. I might have somebody um, step in for that podcast tomorrow, but if not, then um, for sure on Wednesday at four thirty, it's going to be me and Mama Goods. And in fact, we're going to be celebrating our anniversary on Wednesday, so it's kind of like an anniversary pod as well. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, going on uh, eight years of marriage. Oh wow! Congrats, man. Yeah, that's 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 major, bro. Don't you fucking congratulate me for that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your congratulations to yourself. <laughs> All right. So what we got going on here in the edit? So uh, I'm still find something to kind of cover that part up, but and to my be honest, I have my man's over here. Uh, I'm <laughs> gonna go. Yeah, he sees pieces going on. He came out the store and he was like, Oh yeah, this is not for me. Like <laughs> just came out the the fresh the fresh berry supermarket and was like, Oh yeah, man, I'm out. Like I'm gone. They he ain't got no bags in his hand. So whatever he went in there for, they didn't have it. So like he was hot about that. And then now he sees all this going on. He's like, Yeah, nah, man, we 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 out of here. We out of five thousand. It would have been a good moment to uh do a little bit of looting if you saw the giant just like doing her thing out there, like, hey man. These bananas are on the store today. But, like, I feel like you have to be so about that life, that looting life, to have the wherewithal that that's the first thing you're thinking about. Like, most people would be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, most people would be like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is this? And then, like, and then, like, to be the one, to be the one person, male or female, to be the one person to be like, oh, it's time to hit up the Best Buy, man. Get me some, get me some iPhones. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like I feel like that's 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 a certain type of person. Like you gotta, you, you've been about this life for years, like years on years. That that's the first place you go to. 
Bro, that is so funny. I swear, everybody, I am not a thief. And I don't know why I even said that. Like, bro, I haven't stole no, something I probably I since like I was like you a would kid. Okay. <laughs> you have to think about how you would do, how you would think about it in the moment. Like, I feel like You're if right. you were in this actual moment, not looking at someone making a picture that you obviously know is fake. Like when you're doing it, particularly how long you've been looking at it for so far, you're like, okay, like I could make some cracks. But like, if you're actually in the moment, a real like 200 foot woman just puts her foot down in front of a grocery store and everybody's walking out. And like your first thought as a human is to go back to the grocery store and like get a come up. <laughs> You gotta, you, you're a certain type of person, you know, like not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying only a certain type of person thinks that way. That's the first thing they think about in the moment. Like some people that might be the second or third thing outside of their safety, but like you're, you're thinking about looting with reckless abandon, meaning you're not even thinking about your own safety at that point. Like you're reckless with it. Like she could step on that grocery store next. Like, why aren't you trying to get away? No, I got to go get these grapes because they're free now. Like, you know, (laughs) No, you make you make a very very valid point, and I'm just thinking like, man, that would be mad funny, man. And you're like, you you see this life threatening situation, and you're like, you know what? Those stakes were a little pricey, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna stick it to the man on this one. Like, nah, man, ain't getting out. I mean, these stakes today. Like, we getting this. Like, finna have his grocery store stepped on, and I'm still in these stakes. Right, you know what? Those uh sixty-inch screens and Best Buy are a little getting a little pricey. Black Friday ain't for another three months. Mm-hmm. And that's one of and in that situation, like it's one of those things where like you can just you can just roll up to through the front door with your whip. Like you can just you can just crash through the through the front with the whip and just and just start <laughs> scooping stuff up because that's how preoccupied people will be with running. Like the employees don't care no more. Employees are thinking about their life. They're not thinking about. Let me stop this dude from looting the Best Buy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And um, you know, man, it might be the the younger generation though that would uh, have that mindset a little bit. You know, with all the Fortnite games and all the new Call of Duties, all the looting that goes on in those games. Like it would be the younger generation that came up on those games because like the games we came up on, it wasn't about looting at all. Like we were playing like Metal Gear Solid and. You know, like the no, the very you, you are you just forgetting you just letting Grand Theft Auto slip on that one. I, I was literally just gonna say Grand Theft Auto, literally like so the first on that one, like the one that you were like from up above playing the game. You know, not like point of Ooh, view. Wow, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't play that one until later. I didn't play that one until after after three. Bro, I I came up on that one, and you know, oh, and then. Wow. I didn't even know I didn't even know Grand Theft Auto was a thing until three came out. And I think the first place I even heard about it was fuck was freaking PlayStation magazine. Yeah, bro. Like that game was fire. Like even the one that wasn't point of view, that game was fire too. You would go on missions and everything just like that. But they definitely changed the game when they came out with the the, the first person uh, point of view screen. Mm-hmm. Like that that was a game changer right there, bro. You but I have like a OG. Come on, bro. Don't call me that, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> you like a Grand Theft Auto OG, man. Triple OG, OG, look OG, OG. Ah, oh, bro. You just aged me big time. <laughs> That's what I kind of am, though. But I haven't played any of the Grand Theft Autos in at least, like, seven, eight years at this point. Like, it's been a long time. And and then the, the new GTA, like, bro, like, when that comes out, pfft, 
I'm definitely getting on that when the new GTA comes out. One hundred percent. I'm about to put everybody on this podcast. If you're still here, if you listen to this, I'm about to put you on the the easiest stock tip you ever get in your life. Buy Take Two Interactive right now because they're working on GTA Six. And anytime a GTA comes out, that's that spikes. And then now they're doing GTA Online, where they make a ton of money after the fact, and they've already done it. Wall Street already knows they're going to make a ton of money off the newest one. Their stock price is going to skyrocket. So if you got the right. dough and you don't have to worry about it and you can just you can leave it in there. Any I have an automatic buy a take two interactive every week that comes out of my cash app, man. Just right, auto so, just so I don't have to even think about it. What is it again? And like what is it called? I'm gonna write it down. It's take two interactive. They're the pub they're the publishing company that owns um Rockstar Studios that that, that distributes Rockstar Rockstar Studios games. Rockstar makes the GTA games. Take two interactive. Mm-hmm. So T A K E two interactive. Yeah, take two, okay. and they they spell out the the two as well. So it's T W O. Okay, so and what is the ticker symbol? Do you do you remember it? Is it like T T? It's it's T T two. So oh, it's T two. So because it's T T W O. Okay, I'm I'm about to look into that, man. Look at that, everybody. You're getting you're getting edits, model reveals, health and wellness, and some uh, investing advice by a Nike MD. Man. Just just hold on to that because I, I made decent dough on that in college when they released Grand Theft Auto Four, the one with Nico. Um, I think that Bruh. was the one that was out. And like I made a decent amount of money on that in college, and then since That's then I've been I've been riding that wave. I rode the wave when Five came out, but no one realized like how big GTA Online was going to be. So then like I cashed out before that, and I would have made even more money when the spikes when the stock started spiking when people when you know when Wall Street started seeing like how profitable that was. This man Nike MD made his riches off GTA. <laughs> I got I got a couple coins. I ain't got I ain't got no riches. So I got I got a couple couple dollars. <laughs> no more commission for work. He's doing it for free now, folks. <laughs> like Hope okay. said, I got a couple dollars. I can fight the case. That's that's all I can do. Hey, listen. When GTA, what, what's the next one? Six. That's the next one coming out. Six is the next one. All right. When GTA Six comes out, everybody, you know where to go for a handout because Nike MD's got you. No, I ain't got no handouts. I got info. I got, I got no handouts. Like, let's, let's put it. Let's put an end of that right now. Like, let's, nip, let's nip that in the butt right the head, right the damn now. I feel you, man. You gotta do some work. You gotta do some work for the money, right? You gotta a- ask for a job oh, or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put some time in, man. Hey, listen. The mega lotto right now is like seven hundred million. What would Nike MD? All right, I gotta ask that again. What would Nike MD do? If he were to have one seven hundred million with the Mega Lotto, I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing right now on a on a private island. Like you know, I'd be doing exactly <laughs> what I'd be doing. I'd be, I'd be, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing now, and I'd be taking those Clay Thompson vacations. I don't know if anybody's familiar with Clay Thompson, but what this dude does religiously every off season is he'll just rent out a mansion or something on some island somewhere take a whole bunch of freaking models or whatever and just oh, and his and his boys and whatever and you know people he's close with and they just kick it man they just kick it that sounds Have fun a good time, man. 
you know, like and it don't even need to be no models or nothing, just you and your and your peoples, man. Just like hey, we just we going out, we shutting down this island or whatever, this tropical location, we getting us a mansion and we just doing us for like two months. Hey, listen, man, I'm not partying with the fellas for a month on a mansion at an island, bro. There's gotta be <laughs> Opposite, but, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a show that get me in trouble with Mama Goods. Mama Goods would be like, "I'm going." I'm what like, Hold on. Yeah. In the fellas trip. She's like, well, then "Why are there all those girls there?" That's a good question. It wasn't my idea. It wasn't me. Yeah. No, not even that. It's just like you know what? I'll investigate it, and when I come back, I'll let you know why all those women are there. See ya. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm gonna interview them all. And then I'll yep. figure this out for you. <laughs> you know, take one mic too. Like, you see, I got the microphone. We good. And then bounce. Mama Goods is going to whoop my ass probably. She ain't, I don't think she's on. <laughs> so I think I'm in the clear until somebody like records this conversation, a screen records it and like tries to. <laughs> I, like, dude, there's nothing I could do at this point about like shit that I say on this podcast. Like, uh, I, I get it. Like, it's, there's it's, some people that are not fond of my words sometimes and, you know hey what can it's i say the, like it's man the, like, the, whole, it's the whole joe rogan thing like we were talking about last time it's like when you when you record an x amount of hours or something you, you, you're gonna say something that someone's not gonna like doesn't matter what yeah. you're doing yeah you know, you're definitely gonna do something at some point for sure and it is what it is though it is what it is i'm you know i know i know my intentions are always good so that's, oh, they, what really that's, that's all you can really do. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, but I also know where I'm I'm trying to take this podcast too. And you know, like I'm I'm trying to uh definitely do some expanding, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be completely um FFC based, you know, at a certain point. Like, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. always gonna go back to the to the roots and and have that as well but you know like if i could bring in some people who aren't involved with that that you know are able to uh you know maybe have some fun and partake a little bit i feel like that'll be fire oh no bro that's that's what's up man. it's just as many people as you can you can bring in man and 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 everybody can have have a voice man a place because like the biggest thing that i realized that I, i'm starting to realize too is like there's just not a lot of podcasts out there that dig super deep into this um, from, from the level you're trying to take it, which is like, it's not just, okay, it's a general like sex community podcast. And they spend a couple episodes on foot fetish or whatever this thing is. Like, even if you delve out, like I'm assuming you'll have multiple guests from whatever that community is. And like you dig deep with different people from that community and role. Like, even if you go search podcasts, like it's hard to find ones that are popular, that that are easy to find, I should say, that an algorithm will push up, that talk about these issues and not even just talk about them, talk about the people who are behind them and what mm-hmm. they did and how they went to get there. Because a lot of information is just not out there. Like a lot yeah. of information, a lot of podcasts aren't, aren't interviewing people who make, you know, collages, aren't interviewing people like Elise Street Feed who are doing photography and stuff like that. They're just inter- either interviewing the talent and even when they're interviewing the talent, it's just like the most popular people out there that, mm-hmm. that people might know mainstream. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, like, here's my thing. And now this is for the people that are like looking into podcasting and, and wanting to start a podcast. 
something that I can tell you from experience from multiple different podcasts that I've done. If you're somebody who's trying to make a podcast, you got to have some kind of niche or direction with the podcast because nobody wants to hear. And this isn't like some shade being thrown because I've done it and I do it on another podcast. Nobody wants to hear people that they have no idea who these people are. Just talk, chit chat with their friends. So many people do that as a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What separates you and your friend from the next podcast with another set of friends? Like if you're not already somebody who's a popping celebrity, you literally have to have some kind of direction or a reason yeah. why people will come across your podcast. And then once they do, you gotta you gotta stick with that direction and continue to to make that your your niche because if that's what's working, then you got to do it. Like if you're a podcast and you are a John Travolta fan, but you're just having a regular podcast and you talk about John Travolta and you realize that people love that. Okay. Boom. Now you need to, now you need to talk about John Travolta some more because now guess what? You have a John Travolta podcast. Now I don't have any idea why I said John Travolta, by the way, (laughs) that might be the most random thing I've ever said in my life, but you get what I'm saying though. No, I do just saying it's it's something I tell people a lot, vanilla wise, but then also particularly in 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 like fetish fetish work too. When I'm asked, it's like it's it's a quote that I've heard in sports, and I've heard like different sports people say it, so I don't know who to attribute tribute to originally. It's like you got to keep the main thing the main thing. Like LeBron James does all types of things outside of being a basketball player. But none of that stuff would have been possible. None of that stuff would matter as much if he wasn't one of the greatest basketball players to ever do it. So, like, yeah. he's always going to be balling on the court. Same thing with Michael Jordan. Like, no one would be buying Jordan sneakers 30 years after he retired from the Bulls. Not to, I'm not counting the Wizards. After the, after the Bulls. <laughs> if, if, like, he wasn't the greatest basketball player of all time. Like, no one would care. So, like, you've got to keep the main thing the main thing. And when you start losing track of the main thing, the reason why people liked you in the first place or like got onto you in the first place or what made you or gave or what gave you a platform in the first place, and you just say, oh, I want to do a completely different pivot then expect those people to not be with you anymore. Like there's nothing wrong with doing a complete pivot, but I think people will, will look at it and wonder, make a pivot and wonder why they're losing people. And the whole thing is, well, you're not this, you're not doing what people came to know you for in the first place. That's why you're losing. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I'll give you another good example, people out there. Drake. Drake, number one artist in the world, whether you agree or not. Number one artist in the world. Has he ever done anything other than music? No, he hasn't. It's always been music. Now you take another huge artist who was like the man at the time, 50 Cent. He did started doing movies. Do you know his music anymore? No. Now... (laughs) Now you just, now you just, he's not the man of music no more because he, he switched and went the other way. So now when he drops the album, people don't care. Mm-hmm. Now, Drake, like if Drake were to start doing movies, I, I, I don't know if uh, his music would be reciprocated the same. So I don't know. That's just, that's just kind of an analogy that I just thought of right now. But like, no music artist who has switched to movies has ever done well in music after the movies. From my opinion, or from my analysis, particularly if you do it like and and you're just going, 
and you're just deciding like that's what you're just doing like and you're not doing music anymore because like you know drake does like the fashion line and stuff but he's still he still keeps the main thing the main thing it's, it's like we were talking about with sport with sports actors like michael jordan did move did a movie lebron james has done movies but you those are secondary to what you're doing like when you start making like 50 did when you start making it in the production company and stuff he did when you start making that your number one and then music your second then of course it's never going to be the same like it's just it's because it's your second priority it's not your main your main priority anymore um, by the way, and I'm I'm not trying to discourage anybody from spreading your wings and flying or nothing like that, because you know I'm 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 trying to do the same. I'm trying to spread my wings and fly too. I'm just saying, like uh, like like Nike MD is saying, is just uh, make your main thing the main thing, and don't forget about that main thing. But you know, do what you do as well is is pretty much what he's saying, and what I'm saying as well. You know, just make the main thing the main thing. That's just what it is, man. Like definitely. Yeah. Like if Nike MD starts doing like some kind of different editing for, for whatever and, and he does well with it, like I'm sure you're not gonna abandon the giant test edits. It it you know and it depends because I want to add a little bit of nuance to it because it's like it, it's cause it's cause it's this way too. Like I heard a sound listening to a podcast the other day and, they, and this dude was talking about this and he was saying, like, you can literally do anything you want. The only thing you have to tend with is the consequences. So, like, if you want to make a complete pivot, then make the pivot, but don't expect everything to stay the same while you're doing it. Um, Because I made that pivot. I made a pivot because when I was doing Fendom edits and stuff on Twitter, I was kind of doing Giants and stuff on the side, but that was before I was making money doing Giants and stuff. That was just a hobby. So the Fendom stuff was the stuff that was making me money. So, like, I just kept – I was doing that. That was my main priority. So – all the people who were following me for the giant stuff, like they bounced, like they stopped following me. Like I lost a lot of followers. And my thing about it was, was like, and what I realized and when I first started learning was like, yeah, like you can make a decision. If you're all right, we're losing the followers, losing whatever it is to make that pivot, to build them back up. Cool. Then, then deal with those consequences. And you know, if you're someone who wants to still keep a following, keep all that stuff, then yeah, you're gonna to have to keep making the main thing the main thing if you want to keep all the status and everything that comes with it, or 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 the traction you gained, and so roll with that. Because I made that transition twice. I made a transition from Fendom stuff because my main Twitter was just basically Fendom stuff to my main Twitter being Giantess again when I switched back to Giantess art and I wanted to make and I wanted to try to turn that into what I was doing. I lost a lot of the people who were following me for the Fendom stuff. My followers dipped. And my likes dipped and then it came back up, but you got to be willing to deal with that. So you, you can make that pivot. You can switch main things, but you also got to be willing to deal with the consequences of what happens when you do that. Mm, that's some solid advice right there. Man, All right, everybody. I, just, I, I won't be doing my food review on this channel anymore. Thanks to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we need a daddy goes food review, man. It has to be like, it has to be just like strictly like the stuff that you're not eating right now too. It has to be like, man, yeah, Wendy's got them bomb, you know, from bomb fries and like frosties right now. This man Chris said, "Daddy, guys, I'm going to timestamp the John Travolta talk." That was funny. <laughs> please, please do, please. Somebody cut that out too. Like, and just 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 have that. I want need to have, that needs to live somewhere other than this podcast. We'll talk about John Travolta. Yeah, why John Travolta? You know what I just thought about too? I accidentally, not accidentally, but I, I did a 
reel that featured John Travolta actually not too long ago. And I had um, Pixie, Pixie's Planet on the podcast, um, the, the British. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, she was talking about <laughs> like when guys send D pics, um, mm-hmm. like put a little outfit on and make it look like John Travolta from Greece. And um, <laughs> I just. <laughs> Maybe that's why I thought about John Travolta actually come to think Maybe, of it. Maybe. I can't even think of any, I can't think of the last time I even seen that cat. Yeah. Someone, someone asked me like what John Travolta looks like now. I wouldn't even be able to describe him. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to describe him. That's funny. Maybe he got long hair like, like he did in like the older movies. Maybe he got, maybe he got short. Maybe he's bald. I have no clue. Man, dude. Nicholas Cage lives in Las Vegas, and I've heard some of the wildest stories about that guy in this city. <laughs> I would, you know what? That's one of the few celebrities that I would be like, that if someone put out an alert like Nicholas Cage is in this spot, like in your town, like I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna go see what the fuck Nicholas Cage is up to. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, like just, just for the, just, 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 just to, just to see what's up, man. Because that dude is just so, like storied and eccentric not even say eccentric but like there's so much like surrounding him in terms of just like you know pop culture good and bad like i just want to you know see what he's up to see what he's doing like say i went down and shook nicholas cage's hand i take a picture with him you know (laughs) mama goods just commented i wonder what i wonder if she just came back in or if she heard our uh our our guide trip conversation i hope not but she said that (laughs) She said that John Travolta's bald. Yeah. Oh, he's bald. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, Nicolas Cage for sure, man. Like you gotta see what Nicolas Cage is up to. But I, I heard I that know. I heard that he's married to some um some like uh, a really a really small lady who carries a a white poodle around everywhere she goes. And hmm. he just yeah, and like I guess like she'll go and play like blackjack or something at like some local casinos, and he'll just walk up and people will just be like, "What the fuck is that?" Nicholas Cage just <laughs> and his wife is like some like some like really nice some really nice um little Asian lady who just carries around a, a white dog, and I'm just like that sounds so like wholesome of Nicholas Cage to just be chilling at a local Las Vegas casino. His wife playing blackjack, and I, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's not that wholesome, but like to just hear like uh, a casual story about yeah. somebody who is, you know, uh, a huge Hollywood actor is like pretty cool, actually. You know, I kind of don't want it to be his wife. I just, that, I just want that to just be a friend, like just like one of his hangs. Like I just, I just want it to be like, yeah. hey, Nicholas Cage just hangs out with just random Asian women, man. You know, <laughs> that's they just that's what they do. Like, it's there's nothing like there's nothing malicious about it. There's nothing like there's no ulterior motive. It's just like that's that's a squad, you know, like he just rolled yeah. around with a squad of old Asian women. Like, I, I kind of want that to be like part of his mystique. Like, and and, and he never explains it. It's like, who is this? Oh, just a friend. Well, where did you guys meet? Uh, casino. Yeah, I kind of want shrooms to be involved, too, though, for some reason. And they're just why. like they're just walking around the strip, just tripping balls. Nicholas just Cage, like a couple old Asian ladies, you are all I'm, holding one. I'm, I'm for it, bro. I, I'm 100 yeah. for that. 100. Like, literally 100 for that. If that if that's a thing, I'm in. Like I'm I'm all in. Like if they turn that into a reality TV show, that would be a reality TV show I caught every damn week. 
could we put some kind of trademark on Nicolas Cage and five Asian ladies with five white dogs walking down the strip as a reality show right now? I wouldn't even know where to begin to put a trademark on that. But if you find you that know? out, man, you know what? I'll, I'll put I'll, I'll put some money on it and we'll, and we'll, and we'll call it. You know, we'll, we'll put our names on it. Got to use some of that GTA money. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we'll use. Use some of that GTA dough. Mama Goods, go put some money on that GTA stock. Why, why are you saying like you talk about blackjack right around the corner? Go put some, go put that blackjack, but roll that. Hey, Mama Goods, go put money, go put 50 on black real quick. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's, how, that's how it sounded. It did. It definitely sounded like that. I agree. All right, so what we got going here? We'll put in another um, lady in the background here. Yeah, probably in the foreground. We're almost done. We're just really putting people in the foreground and, and, and whatnot to make it look like, you know, there's some panic and stuff going on. But, yeah, this one is going to be pretty pretty closed up here within the next 30 minutes. I'd be surprised if it goes longer than that. Hey, Giantess Studio said National Treasure 3 confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I would love right. that if, they, if I would love that if that's what it was. Nicholas Cage, a group of old Asian ladies tripping on shrooms, like looking up, like trying to find like national treasures. <laughs> I'm 100 on that movie. I'm going. I'm I'm camping out for the tickets. Like I'm I'm going day one. Like I'm going day. I'm going to the to the to the midnight showing the day before. You know, like I'm I'm doing that. Like I'm out there. Like this is a Star Wars movie. Or something. Crazy, that would be the craziest thing if we just wrote his next movie and he's like for some reason listening to this podcast right now that would be fucking nice. I'm be 100% in like if any and if and he's in psh, man I'm all about that dude, life bro dude that would be fucking nuts man that would be a uh, that'd be a dream come true right there you know I think so man like true. I'm 100% in on that so if we can make that happen you tell me what palms you need to grease or whatever, like I'm there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Harvey Weinstein. What? <laughs> Not in that way. Meaning like if we got to pay oh, some yeah. people off to get some access to Nicholas, that's what I'm talking about. Grease and palms. That's what I'm talking about. Not not, not whatever you were thinking. I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas K. Hey, and, and when you watch the movie, you'd have to be on shrooms too. Bro, I'm I'm in. Like I, I, everything that that we've talked about so far about this whole experience, bro, I'm I'm there. Like just, just let me know, just let me know the place, the time, um, mm-hmm. and let's 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 get it. Let's make this. Let's All make right. this. Let's make this Nick Cage movie. All right, say no, say no more, man. We're gonna we're gonna start. We're gonna tweet Nicholas Cage immediately after this podcast with a clip, and um, man, we got your next movie. It is already damn near written right here on the creator's edition number four of the pop pod so shout out to you the five asian ladies with the white dogs and um the las vegas strip y'all at shout out to the five asian ladies we don't know yet but be out here making that money that would be better than the hangover series actually in my opinion not just your opinion in my opinion also so like i think i think in most people's opinion Particularly once you start getting to like the Hangover sequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know, man. The the Hangover in Thailand was really good in Bangkok. That one was good. 
I saw the first part of Hangover 2, and I was just – I was out on the whole series. I don't know what that says about <laughs> me, but, like, I was just – I was done. I was just like ah. – and I think part of it, too, was, like, I liked the first one so much that it was just, like, I don't think any other one had a chance, honestly. Ah, uh, yeah. I think, it was I think it was iconic. one of those situations with me, you know? Yeah. Very iconic um, first movie to a, to a series of movies for sure. Oh, 100%. Like, like, to me, like, you couldn't beat – the whole fact that, and this is spoilers, you ain't seen the first hangover, then like I don't know what you've been doing. But like yeah. I think the thing that made it for me was the fact that this cat was on the roof the whole damn time. That was a thing that mm-hmm. really just hit hit strong hit strong with me. And they're looking for him like all over and they're retracing all their steps. <laughs> man, dude. The hangover is just a good ass movie, man. Like real it is, like, yeah, it's I, just a just a good movie. Yeah, man. Like even just like living in Vegas. You're like you're like, damn, that's cool that that movie was made here in Vegas. It's actually living in Vegas in general is there's so many cool things about it. Like there's so much cool shit that yeah. comes out. Here. Yeah, like all the good events. You know, you got the boxing events, the UFC events. Oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. The wrestling events. You know, they everybody comes out here for the shows. You know, like as far as um tourists goes but definitely as the performers go as well like they all come out here the comedians just everybody so like it's just right there at your leisure you know right there on the strips just 10 15 minutes away and boom we can go and catch the next wwe you know that's see that's one of the things that like i think when people who think about living in vegas they don't think about that aspect of it they think about you know just casinos and strip clubs or whatever they don't really think about like if you're just living there, you're just a regular person, there's all types of stuff that you just can do. Like, there's never, like, when you're living in a city like Pittsburgh, for me, like, there's, we got stuff like that, but it's very limited. Like, there's two or three of whatever it is you're trying to go to. And in a place like Vegas, like, the options are just kind of, like, unlimited entertainment-wise. Oh, yeah. Man, dude, some lightning just went down out here, and that shit scared the shit, like, the ish out of me, bro. (laughs) You were talking, and then I heard it. I'm like, what What was that? I guess it's lightning right now out here. Bro, this is a a, a crazy weather city because it's, like, 110 degrees outside, but it's, like, monsoon weather, so it looks like it's going to rain, and it's very confusing. It's very confusing because you don't know if you want to put on like some some jam jams and make some uh, some hot coffee and, and put on a movie or if you want to go swimming. But <laughs> probably not swim though because if the lightning's happening right now, that would that would suck. It's a wrap for you. Like, it's, yeah, it's a Yeah, struck by lightning in the pool, like you're definitely you're a fried fish. You're a fried fish. You're done. Like your your life is over now. Like you're you're done. Like I hope you said did everything you wanted to do. It's a wrap for you. Dude, is it raining too right now? Oh my gosh. All right. What's what we got going on on the screen right here? As a, oh, it's monsooning right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like flash right flooding. Over there. Oh my gosh. It's like flash flooding outside right now all of a sudden. What what is this? Anyways, all right. I'm gonna Back be to good that. at the goods house. Oh, we're gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna be out right mm. oh bro like i just saw the black panther trailer and the way i don't know if you've seen that yet but the way they transition from the trailer music into it's like this more traditionally like sung song into 
um, that we're going to be all right by Kendrick Lamar throughout the trailer as it starts ramping up. Probably one of the best trailers I've ever seen just in terms of how they put that together. It was, it was freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. Is Kendrick doing the soundtrack again? I assume so. I didn't read anything on that, but I haven't been looking for it. So, but like based off of what I, from what I heard in the trailer, it sounds like it. That I was bopping that soundtrack for like a year, maybe two. Like after that, after that movie came out, and after that soundtrack came out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I hope he does. Like if if he's not, I'll, I'll be upset. Yeah, can't. Yeah, that that soundtrack was crazy. That soundtrack was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one one of the best um, soundtracks in a while for for a movie. And you know, it was it was such a variety on there too. There was a lot of West Coast artists on there. Yep. Yeah, a lot of West Coast artists. Do, do you know who? Um, SBE. Uh, what are they called again? RBE. SBE. SOB. No. no. SOB. RBE. <laughs> I can't remember the name all of a sudden, but they had some songs on there. They're like a Bay Area, like a, a Bay Area rap group that kind of like got popping off. And then they okay. had a, a, a couple of records on the Black Panther soundtrack. And then um, there's an artist named Mozzie who was on there as well. He had a pretty big song off of that soundtrack, actually, um, that they played during the movie. And yeah, have you ever heard of Mozzie? Not outside of just, you know, that soundtrack. Okay, yeah, good, pretty good West Coast artist. He uh, just signed with uh, Yo Gotti and those boys over there. So, think, oh damn, I think, yeah, I think they'll they'll start. You'll start hearing some more of him. Like he he's been doing his thing for a while, but it's one of those situations where he's mm-hmm. been independent for so long um, that probably like like a lot of people from different dem- like demographic and areas, you know, like Pennsylvania, for example, may not even know who he is yet, but on West coast yeah. wise, like, I don't think he can walk through a mall out here without being recognized. You know, that's what's up though, man. That's what's up when you, you put that type of work in, man, and you get that recognition. That's what's up. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, man. Okay. So looks like she's, she's holding the car. I know she's been holding the car for a while. We got, we got, planes in the sky the helicopter yeah. just kind of setting that 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 chaotic kind of scene and i think once i place this last one we might be i might be it i might i might cap it there what why did mama good say something made her want to cry what were we talking about that would make her want to cry um I don't know, man. Maybe she really likes the Nicholas Cage hanging out with some little old ladies, man. Maybe that was been the movie she's been wanting to see, but she she didn't know it until she heard it. And it just struck a, struck a chord, man. <laughs> I was saying, take me. Waiting for a minute. I know, man. Well, I tell you what, man. On on Wednesday, you know, it's uh, it's our anniversary. So there it is, you know, man. Happy, happy anniversary, happy. all the. All the good stuff that comes with that. Yeah, you gotta add the Nike MD to the to the photo. You gotta let them know what's up. Gotta let them know, bro. Gotta Dude, let has them know. Any, has anybody ever tried to steal your content and say they made it? Uh, yeah. I guess there's no way to stop yep. that, huh? It's always gonna happen. It's, it's one of those things you just gotta. You can you do what you can do, and um, and just let the chips fall where they may. 
because it's like it's like you said, like there's not too much else you can do. Put your logo on stuff, you know. When you see somebody, when you see your stuff being stolen or whatever, like you you do your best to try to get it taken down or whatever. But like outside of that, like there's just I was I had a conversation because there's like a um a Discord that a couple of different content creators are on. Um that, that one of the producers, one of the giantists, it's, it's for giantist producers that one of one of us, one of the guys made. And like there's there's a whole section on piracy, like where people are putting their stuff up at. So we, we try to stay on top of that if someone sees something. But like one of the things I said in there is like all you can really do is when you see it, do what you need to do to get it taken down, take the steps, but you're just never gonna stop it. Something's just never gonna stop. You know, you're never gonna be able to to stop it from happening. So the best you can do is um, fight it when you see it and then just, you know, go on with your life because you'll drive yourself crazy trying to find ways to make, to get people on the internet to stop stealing your stuff. But, um, you know, it's just, it's always going to happen. You just got to do what you can do because the thing that I found, the thing that I found is the vast majority of people, one, don't know where to get that stuff. Don't know where to go out, go on the internet to even find that your stuff for free if it's being posted somewhere. And two, um, they want the people who want to see your stuff and will support you, they'll support you regardless. You know, they're going to find yeah. a way to support you. And it's and it's very rare that someone who's really supporting you is just going to be like, oh, well, I'm paying for this. I found it free or most of it free. Like, I'm going to stop supporting them. Most people understand particularly if you're doing this for a living or for money, they kind of understand, um, yo, like he's, they're doing this for their livelihood. Like I'm not going to just go ahead and pirate it. Like the people who are going to pay you are going to pay you. It's yeah. very rare you're going to transfer someone who's going to pay you into not paying you because they found it somewhere else for free. Like the person who's mm. going to pay you anyway is going to pay you anyway. The person who wasn't going to pay you anyway is going to continue to look for ways to get it for free anyway. So it's like, at some point, if they find it for free, they're going to get it. They're always looking. So it, it, it doesn't do you any benefit to try to just stomp out all piracy every, you know, of, of your content everywhere because it's never going to happen. It's just you do your best and you live with what happens. I get what you're saying. It's all really good advice right there. You're the man. Because you'll, you'll drive yourself crazy, man. You know, I, I did at first drive myself crazy over that. And then you, it's just like anything else. You start to learn what, what, like what your effort nets you. Like if you're spending 80% of your effort in this one area and it's not changing after a while, you're going to wonder, do I still need to be spending 80% of my effort here? If nothing's not changing, like what's it netting me? Like what I'm actually getting out of it, you know? Right. Yeah. And even if it's not 80, if you're spending 20, you know, like even if it's 20%, it's just like, if it's not netting you anything, why am I still spending twenty percent of my time or effort fighting this thing? No, no, that's facts, man. That's I, I look at a lot of stuff in that kind of a form of fashion too. It's like if it's not serving me no purpose or no good, then why would I invest me and my time on it? And like, especially if it's something that is like a frustrating thing, you know, such oh, as yeah. pirating somebody's um. Or somebody pirating your your content is like, dude, I'm not spending no time on that, man, because it's just gonna make me frustrated and make me act out of emotion, and that's like that's like the worst. That's like the worst uh, time to even uh, react on something. It's just you know, like you gotta just oh, give yeah. stuff time. 
know. Yeah, that's that's huge. What you said right there is huge. Like you gotta, you get sometimes you gotta step back, and that's what I do with a lot of the pirating situations. Like I step back for a little bit because, like, particularly when I first did it, now it's easier for me to to get into this mindset. When it first started happening, you just get so caught up in the fact that like you spent all this damn time on this, all this effort, you spent all this money on equipment, on locations, on paying people, and then yeah. someone's just pirating your shit and not giving a fuck. You know, like it, it, yeah. it, like it hurts you at a level that's just like at first where you're just like, like I'm done. Like yeah, at some level you're just like, if people are gonna do this, I'm just out. I'm just not. I'm just. I'm just not doing this no more. Fuck this. Like you know, it's like it's not worth it. And then you start when you step back and you start to realize that like, there's always gonna there's, there's people out there that if you make your content easy enough, like they just gotta pay whatever amount of money real easy. You don't have to worry about when it yeah. when it comes out of their account stuff like that if you make it easier for them to get most people will do it the same way like with game of thrones like game of thrones is the most pirated series of all time probably still is um, <laughs> once they put that on hbo max and and yeah. they spun it out of just you haven't had a cable to have the cable cut because a lot of people are pirating it because they cut the cord so they weren't going to be able to get hbo anyway but when they spun off hbo max and they put the last season i think the last season and they turned into two half seasons it was one of the most watched shows out there and the piracy levels went down because they made it easier for people to get wow yeah that's true i, I ain't gonna lie i did watch it on like the fire stick on the <laughs> mm-hmm. at first. i got hbo now though i i'll just plan i didn't do that that was a, an alleged situation <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was doing it on in, when we was in college, man, or whatever when it was coming out. Cause like, or whenever, whenever it came out, like I, we, we were, we, I think it was in college, like we were touring in it, and cause like we had no money for no dang cable, let alone no HBO in college. And then when right. I got out, I had some dough. I just did. When I got out of college, I was just, I just stopped pirating stuff just generally. If I didn't have the money for it, I just didn't, you know, I just didn't do it. But um, once I, once I did have the dough. And they were like, oh, HBO Max? Yeah. That's the only subscription service that the day that I bought it, I haven't canceled HBO Max. Only one. Because I, I like HBO shows. I like watching the movies. And it's a reasonable price. And, you know, it makes me not want to pirate. Yeah, but yeah bro, facts. this one is Sonito. Hey. Hey, we already got 500 views on this episode. Shout out to that, man. Shout out to oh, the peeps. Cool, Shout that's out to the up. peeps. Even though we only got like at the moment like four concurrent viewers, it's okay, man. We've been on for almost three hours. It's okay. It's been a minute. Well, for them four people, man, and we're gonna show them some stuff that's on the Patreon that they might not have seen. So we're gonna give them a little something extra today. Yeah, but we we, we we went we went higher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, man, y'all that stuck around get to see some exclusives. But um, you know, man, shout out to everybody that did zoom through. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, that's the variant. That's the one that's on Patreon right now. So that's the variant to this one. Lie. Shout out to Jade, man. Mm-hmm. She's She's, I mean, she she came with that with that attitude when we were making the thing. So let me see if I can pull it up. I don't know if I have it downloaded or not. But she she came like she like I told her, like I said, to just kind of walk up and she just came with that energy, man. She just came with it. Particularly on these ones, man. She just came with that that attitude, that energy. And brought it. 
Yeah. She's got the perfect energy for um, this kind of content for sure. Yep. So she did. She did the darn thing, man. She got some uh, some nice souls too, feet and all that. Man, shout out to that. She got Don't some real jealous. nice feet, man. <laughs> Don't get the jealous, of, like, <laughs> like the other stuff that I got will uh, will be going up on Patreon. But we got some, we got some other dope shots with her that I still got to get out. That are here. They're still loading up, but give people just a look at some of the thumbnails. But um, yeah, man. Man, like a thousand pictures. Oh, we took a lot, and this is just from one set. This was just this was just one set that we did. But yeah, just a little look at the thumbnails as they load up a little bit to what's might be what's coming on the Patreon. See the little soccer move while she's playing Switch, and that was actually my Switch, and she was playing Kirby on there. She had first time she ever playing it. Like it was legit distracting her. Like I was calling out poses, and like she was, huh, what? So like yeah, she was super <laughs> into it. So like it's a real like it's real like unaware like ignore set because like she was truly unaware she was just sucked into that yeah that game so yeah. <laughs> she was playing curvy fuck yeah oh yeah bro she was into it but yeah man these were some of the shots we took um i think those are the only ones that are loaded up right now it's looking good man i know it's gonna be a fire set on the patreon for sure yeah, yeah yeah these ones are actually from that other one let's see if they load up real quick if not we can just leave it for but yeah, oh yeah, this one. So yeah, that's a fire shot right there. That was one of the ones where she was just really engrossed in it. Like I was, I think I was telling her to cross her feet, and like she, she just, she just wasn't hearing me. All she was just hearing was Kirby. So we had to kind of tone it down for a little bit. But yeah, she was, mm-hmm. she was in there, man. She was, she was doing her thing. Yeah, that's a dope shot. I like how she's got one toe in the sock, just doing the spread. Yeah. She did all That's that on her own, man. She just like certain people got it. Like they just know. Um, Kate, who I'm shooting with tomorrow, is like that. Like she just knows. Like, you know, it's just one of those things where you just kind of know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know, you know. It's one of those type of situations. You know, you know. I could dig it. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little bed frame you got there. That was that's from the studio. I rent space in the studio from another photographer, and that's what she yeah. has in the in the in the studio, man. That's that's why it's like an artsy bed frame. I was like, all right, Nike MD's got like the artsy bed frame. My oh no! Guy. If I had to do that, if I had to do that, no, it'd be some IKEA joint. I'm gonna have, <laughs> I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have one of the models I work with who has like way more sense than me help me when I get my own studio. She's gonna help me out with the with the design of it. But here's someone that I do want to show. It was probably one of my favorites as we did recently. Was Sunny that came out super dope in the same studio. I'm trying to get Sunny on a podcast, but she'll never follow me back. So it's all good. <laughs> I'll I'll let her know she's looking, but like I'll let her know you're looking out, but uh she might be busy or whatnot. It's all good, Sunny. I get it. You already told Nike MD you don't want to get on a podcast. I, I understand. I'm just gonna cry <laughs> a little bit in corner later. Yo, so. She don't fuck with everybody, so yeah, I might have to just let her know, like, yo, like you're looking for you because like <laughs> A lot That's of models don't because there's so many DMs. Go back to that last one. Go back to that last one. That was crazy. Hey. This one is dope. So this one, we, we kind of came wow. from, from the behind because like I wasn't even thinking about lighting this the way I lit it. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people will think because of the natural sunlight that this is all naturally lit, but it's not. Yeah. So 
you can even hear, you can even see like the flash, like in the background. So all these shots have the sun behind her. So it kind of outlines a lot of her and some of these shots and particularly this one, but like the sunlight from behind is like separating her, her from the, from the background. So that's where you see natural sunlight, the, the lens glare that I had to kind of, had to finagle my lens to get that. But the reason why you can see the other parts of her soul so clearly in her face is because I had my flat, my double flash going. I had a flash coming from here, a flash coming from here, and I took the soft box um, sheet off of it so it's just hard light so it matched the sunlight. So even in photos like this where you don't where it doesn't look like there's a lot going on, there's a lot going on because there's two flashes yeah. being used here plus the sunlight from behind her that gives you that that like highlight curve on her on her sneaker like this is all from the sun these yeah. parts here are all from the sun and then the light that's on her feet and on the soles on her face are from the flash she should do a, a she should do music or something man she's got like that 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 look that image for like a, like a, a pop star a rock star or something like that she's she's i mean she, i think she's just naturally that way man she naturally just has her own just type of vibe and her own senses is different from most people, you know, like she's just mm-hmm. that person, you know, even from like day one, we were, when we first shot, like she was that person from day one. I'm about to write her, uh, um, a record and send it to her and be like, all right, look, I get it. You don't want to the podcast, but I got this record for you. <laughs> <laughs> let me let, let me let her know you're doing it first because what's probably going to happen is she's probably going to post that message on her story making fun of like who's this clown sending me this stuff like look at this y'all <laughs> she's like who the well, yeah. fuck daddy goods like who's this weird yeah, daddy goods guy you know <laughs> well, probably yeah. everybody that's first like first thought of me they're like look at this weird guy daddy goods who, who does he <laughs> yeah bro you're the man bro thank you for showing us and sharing all this stuff right here with sunny and jay we know the patreon exclusives being right here on the pop pod daddy goods channel man that's that's big i I appreciate i appreciate you taking the time and you know kicking in and sharing your knowledge and all that man that's that's huge and i don't i'm not just saying this because we're live on the show and all that stuff but for real for real man appreciate that Nah, most deaf, man. Like I said before, man, I appreciate what you're doing. Like I said before on the show, too, it's like there's just not a lot of people doing it, man. So, you know, like I always say, man, anything you need from me, just let me know. All right. Well, you know, I think that um, when that GTA 6 drops, man, I'm going to let you get me that new studio. You know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm being serious about that for the people out there, man. Put, put some dough on it. If you got a couple shillings, man, even if it's just like hundred dollars or something man like if if that if it, if it goes the way it went last time like you can make you know like if you put in a hundred and you make like 50 like that's still 50 extra dollars you ain't have that's facts that's facts yeah. right there 50 dollars you ain't had you shut you- up your little cash app or your robin hood to take a dollar out a week or like it's just a small amount that you don't even notice to just keep taking it out and just don't touch it then that's the, that's the easiest way to kind of do it that's two months on the Pop Pod membership channel at tier three. If you were to invest and make fifty dollars, just that's two months on the Pop Pod uh, premium tier number three. So, you know, join the channel is is what he's saying. What he's saying. There it is. 
Join the channel with that GTA money. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. But, but most importantly, join his Patreon. So maybe one month, Puff Pod, and then next month, um, Patreon, Nike MD. Yeah, because that's Bro. where a lot of this fire art is right here. Do do both if you can, man. Because, like, I, I that's a pet peeve I have is, like, people just being like, um, and I'm not talking about everybody because there's some people and I've been there myself where like we're 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 spending ten dollars on something that you don't actually need hurt your wallet. I've been there, so I ain't, I ain't talking about y'all. I'm just saying for the people who are actually making decent though, they got discretionary income that are still like being being super stingy when it comes to supporting people. It's like it'll be the same people who will say that who got the money for it. Let me make that clear. We'll be like, nah, man, your patron is too much. Meanwhile. They just spent like fifty dollars at the bar for nothing. Yeah, like they didn't. They they, you know, they were just they were just they were just cooling it. They didn't really do nothing afterwards. They were just there. They spent they spent some drinks, and then that yeah, was it. Yeah. Or they went, or they spent like two hundred dollars on on some on something that they don't even use no more, like some piece of exercise equipment. Being like, yeah, eight dollars for a month of content or whatever it is isn't worth it enough. So nah, man, like I'm not gonna spend that though. Like they they they, they mix up the context. Just at the bar getting bamboozled, trying to buy every girl a drink. Couldn't even. <laughs> <laughs> Not even get, oh, get finessed out of dough. Get finessed out of getting finessed out of money. Oh, I, was, I ain't gonna lie. Was, I've been every piece. <laughs> <laughs> I've been finessed. I think, I, I think that's I think that's been a lot of dudes. I think that's been most of us. We've been finessed at at some point. And if and if you haven't been finessed at, at one point, then you just was out here trying. I'm gonna just say that. I'm gonna say it like if you're that. gonna get finessed though, make it like a really hot chick though. Like make it like oh, Sunny. Yeah. Right? Go get there finessed by Sunny or something, you know what I mean? I remember one of the first times we were together, uh <laughs> Sunny's Sunny's a dancer, and she was uh-huh. like telling me this story. And like I just couldn't get past this point because she was talking about finessing dudes out of money on the stage, like it mm-hmm. was like like the same way like the same way I'd be talking about making collage, like it was matter of fact because that was mm-hmm. her job. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, man, I was on stage, and I was, you know, they they switched the songs on me, so I lost my flow. I was finessing this dude out of like out of like five dollars <laughs> at a time, and they messed up my flow. And I'm just like, I just couldn't get past that part where it's just like, yeah, because that's what they're there for, man. They're there to entertain, the same way like." If you join someone's OnlyFans or whatever, like yeah, you pay the cover to get into the club or whatever. But yeah, you tip yeah. because they're providing entertainment, man. Like that's that's what mm-hmm. it's about, you know. Same way you go to someone's mm-hmm. OnlyFans or whatever, like yeah, you pay the cover to get in there. But if you're getting their entertainment or doing whatever, like shoot the tips too. That's facts right there, though, man. Like that's a great point and a great analogy right there. Yeah, you pay the cover to get in, then shoot the tips mm-hmm. too, and and do it and. Do it as often as you can, you know, like if if you can, you know. <sighs> See, man, y'all taking daddy goods for granted, man. Y'all just love this free stuff, man. I love this free stuff, man. This is the last episode I'm doing, everybody. Hey, the rest. <laughs> but like I said, man, it's, it's one of those things where, like, the people who want to support you will support you, you know. Like, that's why I still put out free picks on my Instagram. That's why I'm going to put that. The one we did with Jade, we'll put that on the IG and whatever. And like, I do stuff like this is cause like go away to get it out there. But the people want to support yeah. you will support you, man. Like you ain't, you, 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 you can never like convince somebody to do something they weren't going, they're not predisposed to do. Like there, there's no, 
there's there's no stripper in the world or like just to use an analogy you're looking that can finesse a dude who ain't being willing to be finessed you know what i mean like you mm-hmm. might get me once but like you ain't gonna get me twice but if you're there every day or every week at the at the at the at the at the club getting finessed or like you know you're there because you're there like that's what that's that's your entertainment that's what you do you know what i mean like it's just it's the same thing with anything else like if people are really down for whatever you're doing like and, and they really like it like you know, you're saying you're charging money for it. They're, they're going to do it. The people who aren't, they aren't. You're not going to convince them to do it. Yeah, you you right. And Chris, you're also right. This is not the last episode I'm going to do. You're right. <laughs> it is not the last episode that I do. The next episode is going to be just me though, ranting for an hour straight. <laughs> <laughs> just going on. Just going ham. Just going ham, <laughs> like on every 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 single gripe that you've ever had. Like you're just going in. You like like Peter Griffin. Like you know what really grinds my gears. And he's just doing a what really grinds my gear episode for like an hour. I mean, you could just go to my Instagram for that. That's what kind of that's kind of what I do on Instagram. <laughs> that's your whole IG vibe. On the Daddy Goods Instagram, the pet peeves, oh, yeah. Daddy Goods pet peeves, thoughts while driving. Like there's a lot of griping going on. I just I just I just um I turn up the tempo on my voice just to make it a little a little more comical, but it'd be for real pet peeves of mine. I'd be like, look at this person like driving like an idiot, you know? <laughs> there there's always some truth in like stuff like that. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Like there's always some truth in like little stuff like that. So Yeah, it's true right there, man. Well shoot man. Oh look at that. Look at that. Got a little cool it's little photo from back in the day. Yeah, this one, one I think, Cosmic she commissioned of her and Moody and, and Matthew McKitten as the Powerpuff Girls. So I did a little Professor X type of thing. I like that man. Shout out to Matthew McKitten and Cosmic and Moody. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. I I haven't seen Moody around in a while. She um she been dropping content that you know of. I haven't seen her in a while either, man. And I haven't even thought about it for a minute. So I'm glad you actually said that because I, I need to check out to see because I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, shout out to her. Hopefully everything's solid. And definitely shout out to Mathma and Cosmic. Man, Math- Mathma's episode on the Pop Pot is just going ham. Going I listened to, listen to, I think I listened to all of it. I think I caught all of it. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. she's hit, a, she's hit a, uh, the YouTube algorithm pretty, pretty, tough like she's getting like at least a, a thousand views a day for like the last like Ooh, that's what's up bro that's definitely what's yeah. up yeah 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 so doing solid man hey thank you nike md i mean i know that this episode right here is also gonna you know do some some great things as well and reach some amazing people and i know they're gonna learn from it and they're going to appreciate what you got going on and what you've done once again. Hopefully we can do this again and again and again and just keep on having fun, man. We have some great conversations and, mm-hmm. you know, man, uh, it could be about anything and everything, man. And, and we proved that today, man, because <laughs> Treasure National Treasure 3 is about to drop, everybody, by the way. I don't know when, but we got to get a hold of Nicolas Cage first. So that's our first our first task at hand. If you know a group of old Asian women who want to be in a movie, man, hit us up. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do. And maybe we can uh, make an attempt at arranging something. You never know, man. Well, sure, man. Thanks, Nike MD, man. I'm going to go ahead and log us out here, man. Thank you, everybody who tuned in, man. Special shout out to the people who 
been in the comments uh, throughout the 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 three hour broadcast here. Shout out to that. It looks like um, a lot of people have stopped by and tuned in. I'm sure there's going to be many more. Um, shout out to uh, Giant Studios. I see Agnetha. Shout out to you, Chris, of course, moderating the chat as you usual. Dude have been around for a minute. Making oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. I don't say to, dude. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the sexual orientation, so I'll say they've been around for a minute making stuff. Yeah, I had to check out Giant Studios. I I have to see um mm-hmm. check out your channel, see what your channel's looking like and all that. Hit me up on um Twitter or on IG or something like that, Giant Studios. Well uh maybe figure something out, man. So appreciate you sticking around the whole entire broadcast. I, I love to see that there are some people that will stick around for the whole entire cast. I understand not everybody can stick around for a three hour cast. That's super uh, understandable, Um, but it's here and it's here and it's there. And we're going to have time steps this time. So, you know, if people want to, you know, kind of zoom to the parts that they specifically want to see, that should be available for you. Um, Other than that. Oh, and shout out Mama Goods, of course. I'm hoping that you are prepared for what's next. What? Um, Other than that. Uh, other than that, man, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. We'll holler at y'all next time. Acting straight fool on the podcast. Acting a straight fool. That's all we do, man. Gotta have fun. We out. We out. Out. Oh, wait. Hold on. Gotta drop that right quick. <laughs> now we out. Now we out.